Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. Yo, 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 what is going on? This is DJ Brainstorm on the mic with you right now, coming to you live and direct with episode yeah, yeah, yeah. 226 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast, the DMST Podcast. Thank you to everybody that is tuning in this week on Sound on Facebook Live right now. Everybody that will be tuning in throughout the week on Facebook. I'm sorry, on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on the TuneIn Radio app, on Wooshka. Wooshka. Anywhere, wherever, however you get your podcast, we want to thank y'all for tuning in right now. Playboy, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling 40 and fabulous. <laughs> oh, pause. You drug that S out long in the motherfucker right there. Fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> no, I'm feeling good, over man. New leaf. Yeah, man. Play with a DJ. Play with D-A-D-J. Um, I'm feeling good, man. Another week. Uh, ready to get it in as usual, man. Let's get it. All right, Dev, how you feeling? Feeling great. Feeling like a seven and three winner today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Fuck Baker, go Browns. That's how I'm feeling today. <laughs> Piece of shit, boy. I swear to God, man. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it's the worst quarterback outside of Carson Wentz, the Baker, man. He had a couple things today where uh, it seemed like it would have been a, an interception a couple times, but it just makes se- it hard. Seven to three. Seven to three. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. Mm. We'll take it. Hell, we got to take it right now. It's what's the alternative? Three and seven. Mm. Shit. Don't don't want them days again. So, all right. Um, how you feeling? Shit. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool. Um, end of week number one, being out of um, being on break for class. Uh, I'm cool. Ready for uh, the second week, and then um, you know the holiday and everything is this week. So, uh, it's all good. It's all good. How was your week, Playboy? Week was good, man. Uh. As I uh, mentioned, you know, previously, uh, turned 40 this Friday, man. So, uh, niggas officially in the 40-40 club. Mm. You know, it's all good. I still, you know, it is what it is. It's it's definitely a blessing because, you know, it's a lot of shit that's going on here in the world. And so, I'm thankful to see 40. Mm. Um, Shit, I'm looking forward to 40 more, you know. You know, even though we got some health things going on, still, you know, the reality is I'm cool. You know, and um, it's just been a good week overall, man. So I'm happy about that. The one thing that did take place though that's happening mm. is that I'm going to be out of work until next year. Mm. <clears throat> not in a bad way though, right? No, it's all uh-huh. good. It's all good. You know, but and I'm not laid off or nothing like that. You know, but I got some things going on where you know I'm going to be out of work for, you know. At the earliest a month, so mm. next that would be next year. But other than that, man, it is what okay. it is. It's, it's it's a much needed time for rest, anyway. You know, as far as me, period. Because mm. it's been a, this year has been rough, not only with all the shit we deal with in general, but just personal. Mm-hmm. It's just been a rough year, so I'm looking forward to it. That's cool. Well, not not cool because of the reason that you off work, but Correct. no, I, I get it though. Jeff, uh, how was your week? My week was cool, man. Uh, can't complain too yeah. much, man. I had to freaking be a substitute teacher again this week at the school. Cause anyway, it was all right. Just a cool little week, man. Um, got my second, uh, my me, my first retwist for my dreads. You know what I'm saying? My two week retwist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's a commitment now, man. You know what I mean? I got probably, I don't know, 70, 80% of my shit is like, Locked, it's budded on the end. Like, yeah, look good on you, your brother. No, so you know, you know what what I mean? <laughs> so you know what I mean. We gonna we gonna see how this goes, man. You know what I mean? Uh, um, 
I'm trying to think anything crazy. We're not really crazy this week, man. Um, shout out to Sheik and Marie and um, to Brian Cross. We are, um, we started putting, you know, Tashika's album together. Brian, the Brian is doing her like vocal um, arrangement and shit like that. And we're going to start doing his, but um, it's cool to kind of be back in that, that album grind. It's a different feeling. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, you're not just in there kind of fishing for like, all right, what we going to do today? Somebody got a session. You know what I mean? Now you like, all right, we got this song. We got this. We got to get this done. You know what I mean? Feels different. You know what I'm saying? Like you get to a point, like I know y'all probably been hearing this one song for like a year. That I'm finished, but when I'm done with this over the next few days, I'm done forever. Right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's a high song too. It's a dope cut. So we finally sitting down, figuring out exactly where stuff need to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah, about it, man. So it's a cool week, man. How was your week, bro? Yeah. Slow. Um. Yeah, slow. I mean, um, I want to be an off on Thursday because I had another interview for a position. Uh. Uh, at at work, whatever different position. So I was actually off on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, just a slow week. I mean, weekend. I got to do nothing yesterday for the first time in a long time. Just really wake up and not have an alarm and not have to go anywhere, not have to do anything. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, the week overall, it's, it's been slow. That's that's the best way to put it. Um, what else is going on? I mean, we already saw about the uh, we got the Browns. The Browns got to win. I'm sorry, Amber. Um, fly I'm Eagle, not fly. sorry. I'm, not, I'm just saying it. Sorry, because, not sorry. Because uh, it's funny at the like earlier in the year, you know, you get we get the we get the hate from Cincinnati, uh, and we you know we took care of them twice this year. Mm-hmm. Now you now Philly comes to town and you here. get them up out of here real quick too. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we get niggas up out of here around here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you come to Cleveland, you leave with a loss. That's how <laughs> I go. You know what I'm saying? What do you want me to do? What the fuck you want me to do about it? So. Uh, I Nikki mean, Chubbs for the run. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it was, so that was, it was a good win. Well, it was an ugly game in a sense, but, but I you, mean, got, you, you, you did what ugly. you had to do. Yeah, you did what you had to do. You get the win. You're seven to three. Um, you got a winnable game next week that they better fucking win. They um, and then you get two tough ones back to back. So I don't know. I'll take it. Uh, fly Eagles fly. Go ahead. Go ahead, Amber. But, uh, <laughs> but like, shout out to Mark Schlereth, who was doing the, 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 the call today. Um, Ex Bronco, ex ESPN guy. Mm-hmm. Now he does color commentary or whatever. But he said it. He said, you know, in the NFL, you start to become a good team when you can win ugly consistently. Yep. That's if you go back and watch all them, even the Patriots winning them Super Bowls, they were trifling looking Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were down. It's a lot of last second drives and field goals. And you got to win ugly, man. You're gonna have to win. You're gonna have to bloody somebody up. You're gonna have to tackle. You sack somebody's quarterback to win. Like, you gotta, you, everybody's not gonna be running reverses and doing cute end zone dances like Odell Beckham. Fuck that. Win ugly. Right. Put them out their misery. Beat them, bludgeon them. Right. It was two shots this past week that I, I love seeing. It was after, this week, it was after Kareem Hunt went around the edge and like jumped over the Nick hurdled him into the end zone and it was a shot of Fletcher Cox, kind of like, God, what the fuck? I don't know what happened. And last week, it was after the long run by Nick Chubb, and they panned to J.J. Watt. And he was just kind of like, fuck. I'm like, we beat them into submission. Mm-hmm. I, I love them kind of games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I want the best player on your def- defense looking like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck happened. So, but shout out to the Browns, man. Yeah, absolutely. Feel good to be seeing this going on right we now. Could, we couldn't have your, your – we were supposed to have some up here for Playboy this weekend, but – 
Yeah. Shout out to bitch ass DeWine. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to put a Trump 2020 flag on my car, man. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, still could have did it. Technically. I mean, yeah. technically we could have, but. Right. We need to write that. I'm already black driving in the car. I don't want to be black <laughs> driving in the car at one in the morning off a couple drinks in the middle of a... It's a recipe for disaster. It's just a recipe for disaster. You know what I mean? You bringing people in from out of town. You know what I mean? You just put niggas in harm's way, man. Yeah, it was, right. it was the right move. You know, I well, I would say this. I appreciate you fellas for, for trying to, you know, do something special we're for me on, on my something. 40th, man. We're going we, we to do something in the future. Maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll combine the forties. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we'll split the difference. You know what I mean? Right. Do something for 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 brainstorm and Playboy since this is coming up around the corner. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you old too, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I I know. That's all you can. I know. It's crazy though, man. <clears throat> it's uh, crazy once you once you hit that threshold. It's, it start feel, you just think different. Not think differently. You mm-hmm. still yourself, but you just it pops into your head like, damn, I'm forty, nigga. But it's it's cool though. It's a beautiful thing. It's a blessing. Mm-hmm. All right. So what y'all got on the agenda for today? I don't got a whole lot on the on the agenda. I mean, you know what I mean. Y'all want to talk about that? That's sitting in the oh, corner. Oh yeah, right let's there? talk about it. So you know what? Take, oh, take oh it, yeah, 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 you take it away, Playboy. Let's, let's, just just real quick. Um, I want to slide it over while we're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hold it up. Don't okay. worry about it. I got you. <laughs> we gotta. Um, we have. Shit. Well, first of all, shout out to Insatiable Creations. Insatiable Creations. Black owned. Black owned. By three black queens. Three black queens. <laughs> they specialize in decorative gifts and gift baskets, uh, homemade stuff. Um, this particular basket that we have here has a lot of things that I know you ladies would love, uh, from things for pedicures to candles to... What, what, what is that in there? We have... Uh, we have some uh, miniature bottles of white oh, yeah, and Zinfandel Sutter Home. You yeah. know what I mean? Wine. We have some Harvest and Hades. I don't know what it is. Candles. Yeah. We have um, nail polish remover and gloves and something that says beauty queen. It was like maybe a sleep mask. We got a nice, beautiful plush. Throw in here. I'm thinking about taking that for myself. We have a manicure, <laughs> pedicure set. We got a, a loofah. We got a bigger candle. We got it's a bunch of shit in here, yeah, man. It's a bunch of stuff in there. Um, nail polish and th- nail polish three piece kit. You know what I mean? It's a pretty dope situation. You know what I'm saying? I think any any young lady, um, any queen that is would enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Um, so so oh, what shit. so what so what did we particularly say what we was gonna do with it, man? As far as oh, how shit. we want to set this up. So we have uh, we're gonna do some, you know, as you all know, um, we've talked about for for we talked about a while back, back when we still had a uh, freedom in this world. We uh, launched our our um, nonprofit. So you know, this is young, gifted, and black in 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 um, partnership with what's what's the name of it again? I'm sorry. Insatiable Creations. Insatiable Creations. Um, we're going to be doing a giveaway for this basket here. You know what I mean? We're just asking for very small donations. No more than five bucks. That's it. Donate whatever you please. You know what I mean? The Cash App, Money Sign, DMST Pod. That's it. You donate a few bucks. One dollar, two dollars, three dollars. Whatever you whatever you want to give. Yeah, you know what I mean? Whatever. You will be entered into the, the drawing. 
to win this basket here. I, I, I don't know if I like that because everybody's going to be giving a dollar now. Like, <laughs> but you, you know what? You yeah, they, hopefully people aren't assholes because if, if we get all dollars, then Playboy will get the throw. <laughs> I will get the hand gloves to wash myself with. I'm just letting you know. We go to deduct 40% of this shit from the back. <laughs> no. You want a nice candy. No, I'm bullshit, man. Whatever. No, it's no, all going to a good cause. So whatever y'all want to going to Young Gifted in Black. Um, we got some stuff coming up with them on on um, on, on Wednesday, too. I'm going to talk about it a little bit later. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? So we, we got some stuff coming up with Young Gifted in Black and one of the learning pods in the city. They're, they're planning a field trip to DMST Studios on Wednesday. Absolutely. To um, record a song the students came up with. So yeah. we have a cool little film crew and stuff up here on Wednesday. It's going to be a pretty dope situation. So mm-hmm. trying to get some stuff going for, for um, Young Gifted in Black. So like I said, cash. You know, let's put it in the feed. I, th- I think it should be five dollars, like everybody. I mean, but 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 it's I guess give what you want to give out the kindness of your heart. Right, mm-hmm. it's you going know? to a good cause. But um, and I'm guessing when you uh send the cash app too, you should also put your name in there also as well, so we know who you are. Yeah. So we're not trying to because it might you down. come come off like chocolate sprinkles sixty nine. You know could, what I mean? We're like, who the fuck be. is chocolate sprinkles sixty nine? Could be right. F- found me on thirtieth. <laughs> Could be. So find me on thirty, baby. Yeah, 30, baby. find me on thirtieth, baby. I don't, I don't know. So but it's a pretty uh, no. dope basket. We'll, yeah. we'll, 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 you know, if you live in another area, we'll have to send it to you. Damn, right. that's true. Yeah, yeah we'll send it. We'll and send it is what it is. You know, once again, can I say this once again? A sensational, insatiable creations. Mm-hmm. Um, they they do baskets. They do uh, baby showers. They do any event, any type of situation, whatever you want. You know, as far as kids' birthdays, you know how they build the little mm-hmm. things with candy. Oh, Whatever the case, but whatever event or whatever situation you got, they are absolutely one hundred percent on time with everything. They 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 trill, man. Like real talk, you got to check them out. Insatiable Creations, man. Okay. I don't know what a five dollar raffle is, Amber, but I'm down. <laughs> Donate so I can win. That kind of goes against the grain. <laughs> Shout out to one time. So, well, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. also, I'm sorry. Real quick. Um, and if you want to look at some other things or different things that they do, mm-hmm. the the uh. Facebook and um, Instagram is insatiable, insatiable creation. So if you want to look up some shit and see what they got going on, insatiable, insatiable. He, he kind of threw an M in there. He he threw an insatiable. In there. Yeah, I'm sorry, you, insatiable. <laughs> you threw an edible in there. You know what I'm saying? Insatiable. Yes. Creation. Creation. So that's on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to that. No, one time. So shout out to my homie Miss Moon. They trying to get up here to do the pie, whatever. We'll, t- we'll talk about that. But they was doing this play, Moon and Superwoman. I was doing the music for the play. So you know what I mean. You know, was all the transitions from scenes, all the sound effects, like everything for the play. I was doing the music for. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> we were at rehearsal and we did this raffle, fifty fifty raffle or whatever, throughout the whole all our rehearsals. And really, at the play, it was like them two. And then I was like the next go-to person. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't a part of Superwoman Productions. You know what I mean? I was just a sound mm-hmm. person. You know what I mean? But, you know, we was dealing with different singers and people's music coming in from different scenes. Like, everybody, I was interacting with everybody. Why the fuck did I win the raffle? Oh, shit. <laughs> and they thought it was rigged. <laughs> everybody was like, how the fuck did I win? I said, listen, man, I did. This was not rigged, bro. Right. Right. I, I, it was the last night of the, of the raffle. I'm out in the parking lot. I had to call Lee. I'm like, listen, everybody in here mad at me, but I won the raffle. I'm coming, <laughs> I'm coming home with half the money. So, Lee, I don't know if we can have you win the basket. You know what I'm saying? They might uh, they might call 
BS if, if Leah be the one to win the basket. You know what I'm saying? But we'll we'll try. <laughs> I mean, we are, we are going to, now that I'm thinking about it, people, even if they enter, like, what are we going to do? Put the names on a piece of paper and pull it out of a, you know, pull it out of a sudden or whatever for the winner? Yeah, well, you know what? We'll, um. We're going to do it, something like that, I guess. Yeah, we'll have to figure something. We'll write the names down and pick it out of a hat live mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we'll, we'll write them oh, yeah, that's, dude, that's cool. Write them all down, pick them out. And okay. we pick out wins. Watch we pick out. I'm you right yeah. now, nigga. If I win, <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking some cream, nigga. I'm... But check out. We're going to have more info on IG and stuff like that as the week goes on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, And on Facebook. So we'll get this stuff up. Take a nice little picture of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll probably all take a picture holding it in a very seductive, insatiable way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> Brain's going to be holding like this. Hey, I'm going I'm to no, 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 no. say right now. I'm going to no, get naked. Fresh. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just hold it right in the right middle of my... And I'm going to just get naked in this motherfucker <laughs> with my hat on. You know what I'm saying? Right. Sniff the back of the plastic, ladies. You might get a little, <laughs> a little meat scent on there. You know what I'm saying? That's a scented candle for your ass. It's a scented candle. <laughs> a meat scented candle. You feel me? Um, so that's <sighs> that's cool. So we'll have more information coming out on that this week. Um, like you said, Dev, you got the you got, you got students <laughs> coming up. I don't want it. You got, <laughs> See, I don't want it now. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Um, no, go ahead, brainstorm. <laughs> uh, so you got anything you got planned with the students on um on Wednesday? Yeah, so Wednesday, man. Shout out to our homie. She came up here a couple times. Um, Silka. She shot her video up here. This is gonna be, I guess she told me the other day it's gonna be coming out in a couple couple weeks or whatever mm-hmm. they're going they're looking it over to see if they want to shoot another scene i think they want to maybe shoot another scene to it but um silka works with, with a, a pod that works with cmsd cuban public schools uh metropolitan school district um the pods like is so you know you have we have a lot of kids doing remote learning so these pods have like um different educators and so they'll they'll send people parents to send their kids to the pod you know and the pod will the kids can do the remote learning from one central place, you know what I'm saying? So it's almost like not really a daycare. Mm-hmm. It's, it's centered around learning. It's not centered around snack time and right recess. It's centered around learning. But anyway, like, you know, the movies, you know, the kids came up with this a song, like a rap song about, you know, really about learning, about school. So really, it's a cool situation. So um, they came up with the song, and she hit me up like, you know, we wanted to plan, a, 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 you know, see if you were open to having a field trip come to the studio um, and the students would come and they would record the song and, you know, we would, you know, video, you know, we would record it. We have a videographer out to shoot it and, you know, uh, get the footage out there and be cool. So it's going to be pretty dope. So um, to, to kind of mesh with our young gifted and black um, the nonprofit. So, right. Um, so there will be a, 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 a field trip up here. On Wednesday morning from ten to noon, my six year old is ecstatic. Did she get to come up yeah, here? Yeah, that's dope, man. And see it. So we gonna um, have the kids come up. Already got the track. I'm gonna have it loaded up. Have them go in there. I'll record their parts to it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And um, it's gonna be pretty cool. It's gonna be a dope situation, man. I can't wait to do it. So um, shout out to Silka for reaching out. And um, that's the cool thing about what we, you know, once we decided to move into the studio space. And meeting different people and getting involved with different stuff, you have no idea where the tentacles go. Right. Yeah. From Silka alone, you, you know, linking up with Silka. Shout out to Ulysse who comes up here in two weeks. That's how we met Ulysse. 
you know, this kind of situation. We met a lot of dope people during the um her video shoot. You know what I mean? So you never know, man. You do stuff like this, you keep growing and expanding. You know what I mean? And they're one of the one of the more successful pies in the city. They were on um on the news last week. News came out to check them out because they're doing good work. You know what I mean? The community, the, the the guy who put it together used to go to Glenville. Um, ran a, it was called Good to Great. Ran a sports program for a little. He still does. Yeah. So one of the coaches with Gen Elite, and he runs like this uh, Good to Great sports program for kids in the city. And then he just took the Good to Great and channeled it into um. If I'm not mistaken, I don't want to speak for him, but channeled it into the the learning pod that they have. So okay. And with all the with all the COVID stuff and with the remote learning, learning pods might they might be at the forefront of something. Because there's going to be people that's not going to want to send their kids back to school for a long time. You know what I mean? I don't know if a lot of people, some people are just not going to feel comfortable sending their kids back to school. So a learning pod is an alternative. You know what I mean? It's a lot smaller. It's limited space. Mm-hmm. Sanitized is much different than a school. You right. know what I'm saying? So we'll see. We'll see how, how it goes. But they were kind of at the forefront of these pods or whatever. So they news came out to, to holler at them. I think it was last Monday. Not just past Monday, but the Monday before. Right. So, but yeah, so we'll see where this goes, man. We're gonna have some fun with them on, on Wednesday. I'm gonna make sure they get get it right, sing it right, anime. You know what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna let them have some fun, man. Yeah. Got to push. <laughs> you got to push. You can you do it. Push, Gina. <laughs> push it till you get it right. Push. Sing it till you get it right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think on Wednesday, I think I'm actually gonna do the radio from up here on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Cause I look at it like this, you know. Wednesday, every early Happy Thanksgiving to everybody that'll mm-hmm. be doing Thanksgiving um, this week. But uh, I figure, you know, a lot of times on Wednesday night people be cooking and stuff like that. So I uh, think yeah. what I'm gonna do is Get just come up and just. Yeah. I think I'm gonna do an R and B night. Mm. Uh, I may spin with you, Brand. No, nah, I don't think I'm gonna spin. I think I'm gonna just run music this time. Oh, you gonna play? I think. But we got. I ain't got shit. Come to up do and on chop Wednesday. it up and talk. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. I ain't got shit to do on Wednesday. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll actually. Mitts too, and we might you know do some. Sure, R&B, like, let's but, do nah, a DMST radio now. I might come up here with y'all. We just do some. Sh- yeah, because I figure people are gonna be at home. You might as well give yeah. people a chance to tune in and to kick it. Music. Yeah, kick it with us on a on Wednesday night. So I'll be up on Wednesday. Okay, you know, so we can do some music for y'all while y'all in y'all kitchens cooking. Yeah. Uh, I did see something. I, so I heard something this week. Yeah, because uh, you know a lot of people are gonna be doing Thanksgiving a little bit smaller this year. Uh, you know, less family around, things like that. I heard somebody talking. They had a nice little topic on the show. I kind of wanted to ask y'all, but ask the people in the feed too. Mm-hmm. Since a lot of people are going to be doing smaller Thanksgivings, mm-hmm. like what's one thing you're not going to miss about having to do the bigger thing with everybody around, uh, you know, the big house full of people? Is it something that you just not going to miss? Uh, and because I, I was thinking about it, like, I guess for me, it's just it's <laughs> brainstorming. <laughs> No, I most people be like, "What you gonna miss about having your no, 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 no. Hey, what you not gonna miss? Because these motherfuckers be annoying. That was no. I see that was the dope part of the question to me because it's easy to be like, "Yeah, what you gonna?" No, it's like, "What you not gonna miss about that shit?" Um, the cleanup probably. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The see, cleanup, something simple like that. The cleanup, but most people will clean up. But maybe the cleanup, the ability to, you know, what we gonna be able to see how much leftovers. First thing James we, said was the cleanup. Yeah. We're going to really have leftovers this year because I'm cooking my ass off still. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's only one way to do Thanksgiving. You got to do Thanksgiving big. I don't give a fuck if it's 14 people or four because we having four. And it's going to be five. <laughs> <laughs> you missed one, hey, sir. Yes, Leah, I am going in the garage. 
plate. <laughs> with a plate. And I'm going to. With a plate. I'm going to sit there just look at you. I was going to ask through the yeah. window. <laughs> we, we, let's combine them up because I was going to ask. I got to put on here, like, what are we, like, what are y'all doing for Thanksgiving? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know if y'all cooking in the feed. You know what I mean? Let us know. Yeah, they have some good ones in here. I said, it's coming up, but I don't. I'm kind of on the level as far as uh, Deidre said. Mm. I haven't done traditional family Thanksgiving in years. I always served on, oh, okay. on the community that day due to the pandemic. I can't do it this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... No, she was saying that, you know, because we was asking what people's plans mm-hmm. are and stuff like that. I, um, as far as missing something, you know what I honestly will miss? Just maybe... No, what you not gonna miss? What I'm not gonna yeah, miss? Yeah, like like what is something that you, that you just gonna be like? Yeah, oh. you can do without. Um. Like I see Jerry said, she not gonna miss the noise. Um, you know, James has said earlier he not gonna miss the cleanup afterwards, stuff like that. Like, what are you just like you can do without anyway? Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. I don't know. That's a good. I don't know. I ain't, I mean, I don't really do it all like that anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really. I yeah, mean, back in, the, back in the day, I used to go from, you know, houses and different stuff. You mm-hmm. know, you go up to different people's houses just to say yeah. what's up and happy. I mean, I love that but part si- of my, That's what I would yeah. miss. But as far as not, I don't know. Since yeah, since I became a grown-up, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I do the cooking. You know what I mean? So I've, I haven't been able to, like, go house to house Yeah, in a minute. You know what's crazy, man? I'm being honest, man. I don't, um, I'm not a big um, family gathering person throughout the year. So you know, you know, brainstorm. I'm usually all for some, some um, ironic looks or like you know, off, off the cuff looks and stuff. This I'm gonna be kind of bummed out that it's only gonna be able to be a few people at the crib. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's, it's the you know because I don't really I don't really like. 18 people at my house or being over a house with 18 people at any point in time ever. I mean, that's life. one thing I'm not going to miss. I, I just, but I, but I don't mind it on Thanksgiving. On, on a, on I'm going to miss holiday. that on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, it I reminds me of Thanksgiving. It's almost like having Christmas with no Christmas tree. Like if there's nothing that would be like, I would never be like, yeah, I ain't got to go get that tree. Like it's a part of the right. tradition, like going to get the tree and sweeping up the pines and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the people and the plates and the noise and, that's kind of like it's what it is. Without that, it's just a Thursday. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm asking, you know, it's gonna be my, you know, first one in a minute without pops. You know what I mean with my mind. So I don't, I'm not really in that mind frame. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'm kind of thinking a lot more about like, damn, it's a lot of shit that I'm not gonna experience this year, but I'm still making as best I can possibly make it. You know what I'm saying. Like I don't know. People just need to, you know what? Yeah, I mean, I get that. It, I remember. Just like I said, just being able to be around certain individuals and just even being able, like, even if I was to hit you up or, you know, one of y'all, mm-hmm. like, come, come oh, oh, nigga, come on, fall on through real quick yeah, yeah. and just pull up and just, you know, even if it was just for a hot second, yeah. you know, that type of thing. Maybe people going to do, I wonder if people are going to do Zoom type shit. Yeah, people, Maybe, yeah, we do, oh, yeah, they Zoom, doing one with my mom. It's going to be yeah. huge. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm, they waived their 40 minute limit thing. Oh, for, they did? For Thursday. Yeah. So that you oh. could be on longer and stuff like that. I think people are going to crash Zoom. Like, Zoom better be ready for the yeah. for the amount of people that's going to really be on there. I Shout think, out to whoever the fuck invested in Zoom prior early, to the pandemic. Early. Oh, my God. Because I looked at the what their stock prices was or whatever afterwards or whatever. I was trying to figure it out. It's, mm-hmm. If you got in before this shit hit or like right when it started oh. early, I mean, I, I've done, y'all know the, the the mountain of fucking interviews I've been on lately. They've all Zoom. It's all Zoom. 
Yeah, I just shit. I just did a, uh, a virtual did. doctor visit on Friday. Zoom, uh, but I, I haven't. Clinic. I haven't. I haven't met my uh, my therapist face to face yet because we're in this pandemic. We're Zoom. doing it on Zoom. Damn, that's what I, I finally understand why insider trading is a thing. Because if you would have got tipped to Trump gonna shut down the the economy and we gonna have to do all this shit via video conference two months prior. And then you start just hitting up all your niggas like, hey, I'm going to give you $10,000. Just put it all in. You know what I mean? Nah, I get it. Like, I can take a million dollars if I'm a billion, a millionaire, multimillionaire, and just split it up amongst all these different firms and people mm-hmm. had them invest. And now I'm getting this money from all these different directions. Because it would look fucked up if you just bought 400 shares of Zoom. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? At right. one point in time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I get it. I kind of get it now. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine owning like 50 shares of Zoom and that shit went up? Just went through the roof. Oh. That's the thing. And see, I know I know a lot of... I've seen a ton more people, black people, people our age talking about stocks and things mm-hmm. like that this year, mm-hmm. um, which is good to see. Um, I mean, I still got the ones I'm dabbling and playing around with right now. Uh, but you, it's, I get also having money. Because I'm playing with it with the money I have, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But the ability to have, have real money bread, yeah, yeah. I'm not to, Paul. I ain't saying no, that. no, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, but yeah, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, know, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, the, the ability to be able to just take a, like you said, a hundred grand and, and invest go, it. Hey, let's go do this real quick, or this. I mean, that's I wish, Damn. I wish. Some people done turn a hundred grand into two million, probably fucking with zone. Oh, absolutely. Damn, bro. But anyway, the biggest now. See, the biggest thing now. <clears throat> If I'm thinking logically as far as this whole situation and someone investing in shit, mm-hmm. what's coming next? I would try to find something that's that's the big. That's but you know what's what crazy? <clears throat> Who could have saw a pandemic? Right. Who would have thought if I'd invest in hand sanitizer, toilet paper companies, and Zoom, I could be a multimillionaire overnight? Who would have? Uh, you know what I mean? But that's why insider trading is. That illegal. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why it was so illegal. It's just to me, it's just having foresight. It's just knowing that something's going to take off. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, like the pandemic is something different. Like we, I mean, of course, we saw people getting sick, but we didn't know it was going to be mishandled to this extent in our country. Um, so now you had to, you know, I'm again doing those interviews mm-hmm. the other day. They haven't been because it was actually in my old department. They haven't been into the office. They said since March, mm-hmm. they will not be back into the office until maybe spring of next year. At the mm. earliest, I mean, it's who knew? Mm-hmm. Not even yeah. just Zoom. I mean, it's other companies that uh, work in the doc- in the doctor's office that we use for for um, video meetings. You know, with, with patients and stuff like mm. that. I mean, it's you could have got in on a lot of stuff. Yeah, you could have. yeah. Here I am, just trying to hang in here with with my airline shit right now, waiting exactly. for this shit to end and come about. What it is going to bounce? Yeah, back. it's going to bounce back eventually. The, some a lot of the travel ones I'm with right now, but. I don't know. We'll see. Well, let's Pfizer. Well, tighten this today. We still mm-hmm. got to tighten on the um, to talk so about that. Yeah. Like that. Anyway, absolutely. Well, let's go down a debauchery road. You know what I mean? Yes. So, you know, Why we've not? been doing a lot in 2020. Been a lot going on, and um, the axis shifted a bit earlier this week. You know what I'm saying? Um, something that you know, will <laughs> it has changed the landscape of social media, and it will continue to change it. Um. For years to come, Twitter, what mm. I like to call Sodom and Gomorrah, it is <laughs> the land of whatever you want to discover. Land of milk and honey. You know, I just go there for research purposes <laughs> and sports updates, <clears throat> like live tweets of events. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
But my 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 friends are just debaucherous individuals. Not you know none what I'm sitting here. Mm-mm. Not none sitting none here. Sitting here. No. These guys only repost Bible verses. You know what I'm saying? That's about it. And, and, and Baker Mayfield highlights. That's it. But Twitter <laughs> has stories now. Mm-hmm. They call them fleets. They call them fleets. And shout out to our homie Bill. He put something on Twitter and I had to agree. He said, you, and this is not for my words. Yeah. I'm just repeating it, okay? He said, you hoes could not wait to get fleets on Twitter. Yeah. Because it is filthy. It's filthy. Filth, flarn, filth on Twitter. <laughs> FFF. Twitter's fleets are. You know what I mean? Like you go Facebook, Facebook stories are like, yeah, oh, look at my it's like tears now. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Snapchat is almost like Snapchat could be a problem. I'm not on Snapchat. It can be, but you almost feel like Snapchat is the only one that's only a stories app. So it almost yeah, yeah, feels yeah. like... So you ain't going there to talk and all the other yeah. stuff anyway, yeah. It's so. almost tender, like you going there to be debaucherous, so you just don't. I ain't been on Snapchat in a year, probably. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. Facebook stories, it's kind of wholesome. You people, they be playing with their kids and shit. Facebook, you might get like some, you know, you know, people rap music or something. Twitter fleets... It's ridiculous. People huh? fucking in the I mean, really? it's out of it's out of control, man. I told you earlier. I'm glad I reestablished my Twitter account. I just stumbled across it. You know what I mean? Well, I, I immediately washed my eyes out with soap. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then picked up the Bible. <laughs> picked up the Bible. You reverted the, two, you, two, three verses. Yeah, you you sent a message to us. You said you needed strength, so <laughs> yeah. we we all we all shared the word. Yep, they shared sage. the word with me. <laughs> Playboy brought the sage up here. We put it around. He put sage directly into my eyes, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So that I, I might not never not see nothing like that again, you know what I'm saying? What, uh, what it is is, uh, I, don't peop, I don't know if people understand the, the level of, of shit that goes down on Twitter anyway, because <laughs> it, 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 people are really on their fucking period. Yeah. I, I huh? don't, no, people really are on Twitter fucking. Oh, I thought you said people. I thought you said it was a fleet of somebody on their period. I said, you know what? No, yeah, I'm deleting Twitter. I'm no, deleting. No, no, sir. I'm deleting Twitter today. No, no. Just people are literally on on Twitter fucking anyway. So mm-hmm. to give them something like that where it's just going to disappear yeah, in, a, in, in, a, in, in 24 hours, it's just like, it's just open season on, 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 on debauchery. So. Because you'll get lost. You'll be like, because there's more people like oh, I'm not even joking. My my um, Twitter is like Andre Knott, Ken Carmen, all the sports people from Cleveland. Like you know, yeah. Hayden Grove. I swear to God, like it's all like Browns, Cavs, Indians. Then it's like sports stuff. So like my my stories on Facebook is like corny. My ones on Instagram might be a little bit more like mm-hmm. you know I follow different people, shade room, different funny people. Twitter is kind of corny, corny. Like but you'll be like. It'd be like Browns, Cavs, Hayden Grove. You'll just be clicking, and then next thing you know, naked people. They'll just be like, bad. like oh, where the, where the, because mentally you're not ready for that. Like, you're used to stories, and in your stories, it's just people doing stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Titan joking to why he need Twitter for his OnlyFans page. <laughs> what did I tell y'all? I'm, I, I don't understand. And, and now, I, I, 
it it just somehow comes into my feed. I don't go looking for it. Again, I I think it's um I think it's Satan trying to tempt me because you know me outside of the Bible scriptures, I don't have time for it. Exactly. But, <laughs> but Tell I, the truth. I, I I don't I don't understand. <laughs> why people are paying for OnlyFans and stuff like that? Because the people who have OnlyFans are on Twitter promoting yeah. their OnlyFans, and there's only one way you can promote your OnlyFans: mm-hmm. use your mind. The, yeah. the, like, the, come on, it's so true. yeah, now I don't follow none of the people on Twitter. My nah, fans I mean, be following them. To be honest, though, I haven't been on Twitter a lot. I tweeted a little bit today about the game and stuff. But yeah, I, like I go in for Browns games and like fun stuff. I, really, I honestly don't be going on that that much. Yeah, I never was able to really get into Twitter. I, 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 I did like Twitter for a long time. Yeah, I got in early for sports shit. So like, I started following all the beat writers. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, I'm a sports head. So, right. you know, like the other day during the draft, the beginning of the free agency, it's heaven for me. Like, you know what I mean? Right. This player is getting traded here, and this didn't. And then Adrian Wojnarowski, he got in trouble for saying, like, the Cavs will draft Deion Waiters. So now he got to be like, the Cavs are infatuated with Isaac Okoro. Uh, the Celtics are really liking Aaron. Like, so he he got to use creative ways to say somebody getting drafted by a team. So it's like funny. I don't know. It's funny shit. I like Twitter, man. Yeah. I mean, I think out of all of them, though, I, I just because I'm not that huge on social media right now, I'm guessing IG is my go to. Uh, but Twitter is the one I go to just to see shit. Uh, it, it's nothing like like Twitter changed everything to me. It's nothing like live tweeting an event. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like an award show being on or a, or a game being on. Hell, the funniest thing on Twitter this year was some of the funniest shit was during the um, debates. Oh yeah, it's the funniest shit ever. You know, so I mean, live tweeting stuff is live it's amazing. Is the funniest think, shit ever, man. Think about shows that's gone to a different level. I mean, I, Insecure is a great show, mm-hmm. but Insecure, Insecure is a lot Twitter? better when people are live tweeting and yeah. the debates that go on about the shit. Uh, Team um, Lawrence, Team Issa. Watch McCall was like that too. The ABC, the ABC show with um, with um, God, was um, Olivia Pope? What was it? Oh, um, the fuck was the name of that show? Um, they used to scandal, scandal. They used to live tweet the hell out of scandal too. Twitter took stuff to a whole nother level. It ain't the same on on Facebook. It was almost like even the other day doing the Jeezy and, and Gucci thing. Yeah, I posted a couple of things on Facebook, but mm-hmm. honestly, Twitter was, Twitter was going. Twitter was going. Twitter was, was Twitter was the shit. Oh, we gotta for talk it. about that too, man. <sighs> Let's to jump into it. Let's jump into it, man. We have to. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. You don't want to know why? You want to know why? Because I wasn't a fan of either one for real. Like, I'm not a big Gucci or Jeezy fan. Mm. But as the music started playing, I'm like, oh, this for the call. Like, this. I'm not going to lie. About 20% of the Gucci songs I knew. I didn't know a lot of the shit he was playing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jeezy, on the other hand, I knew like 85, 90% of the songs. Mm -hmm. I just want to say this real quick. This is what I wanted to get into with it, if you don't mind. Here I go again with black people. It's it's particularly black men. I'm not going to go in like last week or the other week. Why are people feeling some kind of way? Because Young Jeezy songs got to the radio. Right. Mm. Like people like, he got all them fucking commercial hits. Ain't that the point? Ain't that the fucking point? Ain't that the point? (laughs) Mm-hmm. The fuck is y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. Gucci for the streets. Okay. If somebody but, said Playboy, you for the streets, does that mean is that good see, or bad? See, they 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 make the same type of songs. That's what they I'm, both I said was, the other day. Yeah, you, me and you were talking about it. They both made songs that talk about the same shit. The but only Gucci sound is, re- good. Slightly 
uneducated. I was about to say a, 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 a yeah, you thought you used a derogatory term. I was about to say, because it's like <laughs> Gould, the vile, the vile. like he says sounds horrible. Gould, the man of that vile, vile, vile. I'd be like, what is he talking about, man? This is my thing with this. I said and I said this. I fuck with both of them. I mm-hmm. fuck. I fuck with Gucci. Anybody that knows me personally know that Jeezy's my nigga. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, why are you like you pose the question? Why are you mad at Jeezy? Because yeah. he he see it's levels to shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like the nigga said, you know what, nigga? You talking about you a ten thousand dollar outfit, nigga? I own half of Atlanta. It's levels to this shit. Well. Well, it's levels to this shit. Well, well, um, I, I, I saw something today along those lines where it, this. Just let's say this. Let's it. say this too. It's this whole thing between the two has been debated up and down, left and right, in every single circle. Um, ever since Thursday night, that's why I was like, "Yo, I'm kind of tired of it." But it's they said the whole ten thousand thing, the ten thousand dollar outfit thing, was a sh- another shot at Jeezy because supposedly, Absolutely. supposedly that was the amount that Jeezy supposedly uh. paid to. To um, you know, go get to to go get at Gucci, and then uh, something about the jewelry too. Yeah, uh, was was another shot at Jeezy alone that whole thing or whatever. So, I guess it was something to the ten thousand dollar outfit thing or whatever. It's uh, you know what I thought about the whole the whole thing. It was I, we did put it in the, in our group um, text. It was for the culture, like you did need to see it. Yeah. But then it was dope. But then by the end of it, I was just like, yeah, did we really need this though? Because it just felt it felt awkward all night. It you know you know what's crazy it didn't to me it felt <laughs> you know why I probably felt awkward because we so detached from the show go ahead it, so, felt, it felt like this to, is the best way it felt like to to be honest when you will be at school like if you want to take it to show will you be at school someday and you know something's about to, you know something's <laughs> gonna happen yeah that's what it felt like hey, it was so fun like watch people watching like you see people talking about it as they were watching it and the people like. I'm at home. I feel like I'm sitting here looking for the exits right now. Like you just <laughs> felt like you was that one little thing going away for everything, just being Gucci and never thirty Gucci niggas. Ain't give a fuck. Gucci and never thirty well, niggas with him. Well, 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 this is my thing behind that. If I can say this real quick, let's be clear. It was a lot of people that was shitting on Gucci because of the fact that now they saying he petty, he you know he this and he that. Look, let's be clear about this whole entire situation. I would be petty too if a nigga sent another nigga to kill me. Allegedly. No, that's what happened. All right, okay, <laughs> I get that's what happened. You're right. I keep like, hearing, like, I mean, I would be. I, look, I keep hearing people me, say me, that, me, but Gucci was not here picking flowers his whole life. Absolutely, yeah. Like niggas, niggas should have tried to kill you, Gucci. You Gucci, you was out here. But then, fuck but, shit. But see, on the flip side of that too, at the same time, I don't. I know me personally, nigga. If you said anybody, let's flip it. Let's flip it. If you said anybody to come kill me. Nigga, I'm never in the same room. Uh, okay. That was my thing. All right, so, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's fucking do this, then DMST style. That logic to me yeah. is like if I fuck around on my girl, but then my girl fuck around on me, and I'm like, you don't never fuck around on me. Hmm? But you not a saint, nigga. Right. Like, them niggas didn't come kill you because you be playing hopscotch. Right. When I, you I, I, be a don't claim the street life, then when you gotta pay street taxes, be like, but them niggas tried to kill me. You live a life where niggas probably gonna try to kill you, dog. Yeah, I mean, was some, yeah. Like if I you agree. fuck around on your girl, your girl fuck around on you, you getting karma. Yeah. Like that's what you should get, Gucci. Like Gucci, 
Yo, all your shit is based on being a street nigga to trap whatever the fuck. Trap niggas get shot at, Gucci. They get robbed. Right. Niggas try to kill them. Like, come on, is we not from East Cleveland? Right. Street yeah, niggas yeah, yeah. get right. murdered, and they niggas attempt to murder them. Yeah. And you got to kill that nigga so he don't kill you. Like, we can't act like Gucci just some nigga who's just chilling, playing spades, and then all of a sudden, like, if some nigga tried to come in here, like, legitimately yeah. tried to come and take one of my niggas' life or my life, from what I know, we not living that life. So, hell yeah, I'm feeling some kind of way. Yeah. But if I found, to go back to what we were talking about the old studio, if I found out you was out here... yeah. I don't know, selling dope on niggas in niggas' territory, you know, whatever, <laughs> becoming the plug, taking money out of some nigga's pocket. Honey. Yeah, right. that nigga gonna try to kill you, bro. Mm -hmm. I would come in here and be like, hey, I heard that you the new plug in Cleveland. Niggas probably gonna try to kill you, playboy. Like, yeah. Yeah. why we act like that's not part of the... Right. I, I get it. If you a street so... nigga, you can't be mad that a street nigga tried to get you killed. You cannot. You cannot be mad at that, man. Come on now. Come Look, on. Let's okay. keep it 100. Okay. I, I, I liken it to this philosophy. This is why I couldn't understand why people was, was still fucking with, uh, what's, what's, what's his name? Um, 69. When you involve yourself, like they, they talk about snitches. Mm -hmm. If you get a citizen that tell what happened, that's not a motherfucking snitch. A snitch is a nigga who involved in the game and did some shit. The reason I'm saying all of this, mm -hmm. you pick and choose the life you live in. Mm -hmm. So it's certain things that come according to the life that you live in. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying that, okay, it's cool that Jeezy sent somebody to come mm -hmm. kill him or whatever the case may be. But the reality is simply this. Mm -hmm. We're not making it to a versus. If the shit is that fucking serious and real, nigga, we never... I'm never I'm, I'm with you on that gonna one. be in the same building with you, nigga. I, yeah, if you try you to kill that. me, I'm probably gonna spend my entire life trying to get at you because the fact is you sent the nigga to kill me. But so you killed the nigga that tried to came. Yeah, well, well, they say self, <laughs> they say <I'm> self-defense. <laughs> well, I know. So ain't yeah. we even? I can't. I'm just asking a question. Cause shout out to my nephew. I, you know, yeah, this, I see this, he this going in. His, this is wheelhouse. Yeah. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But I'm all right, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. All I know is if you sent a nigga to kill me and I killed him, and then I got off uh, self defense because you sent a nigga to try to kill me. Yeah. I don't know what else is to the story. Is something else, is something else in the story that I'm missing? I don't know. I'm 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 with Playboy on this. One. I don't. We're not going to be in the same room. We're, we're I, I don't even if I did shoot the nigga that that came after me. We're not. Nah. Nah, it, it can't happen. Okay. And and I mean, it, 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 it's going to take a lot for me. Like, nah, I just don't see it. I I, I just don't see it personally. I'm, so we sort of sit in the same room in any I, how now now how I could not be here right now because of you. That's that's yeah. So yeah, I, I, I mean that's I, I true. Personally, I don't I don't see how we're in the same room. I don't care if I shot the nigga or not. Look, the reality <laughs> is, at the end of the day, when you in the streets, you live by a certain code. Yeah. Certain shit happen. That's how it go down. It's no matter who you are. And the reality is we got to, you, you got to realize that, okay, we understand certain people fuck with certain people. So your opinion, as far as that may be a little more saturated than, than mm -hmm. the next. But the reality is at the end of the day, when you dealing with street shit, shit happens. When you sign up to be in the streets, nigga, the streets going to take care of that shit, yeah. no matter what happened. But when you get to a level where they at now, where they did the verses, 
I'm just saying, period. I probably wouldn't be in the building with the nigga if I still felt that animosity that he say he feeling. And which I thought some shit was going to go down when a nigga was like, nigga, I put your nigga here in a box and I, you sent some, this nigga <laughs> said, this nigga said, send some more and I, I put him next to him, nigga. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I'm like, this nigga for real. I'm just saying it's part of the game though. Oh, but all right, it's all a, right. It's it ain't, it ain't. It was reasons like that, the reason why I said that it felt odd to me because again, it's, are we mad at each other or are we not? Am I in here with 20 niggas in my okay. corner or are we not? Hey, we, or uh, or are we going to sit here and and, and, perf- and co-perform so icy at the end of all this shit? Okay. Like, so you right. I just I don't know. Like 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 if you this mad at me, but, if I just sent the nigga to get at you or whatever, we not, it's, I don't I don't I don't care what you got your wheels turning. Dev got the wheels turning in his head. I see turning, this head. Uh, but I'm just saying like so what, what uh, we ain't we ain't about to be sitting here co-hosting this. I mean, this event right here, you tried to kill me or I tried to get you killed. Mm-hmm. One of the two. All right, so I'm gonna say this. Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I feel you. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no I feel him. Yeah. <laughs> I hear what, what they what he's saying in the feed, right? Mm-hmm. He said, "My nephew gonna say Gucci the realest." All right, all right. I'm gonna speak into the mic, and I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna speak slow and and clear so niggas hear me, right? If Gucci the realest, and he did the verses, and let that shit go. Why the fuck can't the rest of you motherfuckers? That's real. Let the shit go. Yeah. Because the street shit got taxes. The taxes was paid. And the nigga moved on from it. See? He moved on from it. Clearly, we watched it. So I don't understand why niggas is still holding on to it. Right. When the quote unquote realest nigga performed so icy at the end of the goddamn verses. That's so real. what is we holding on to? I get it. The nigga, ain't none of us try to get murdered by a nigga sent by Jeezy. Gucci did. Right. So that was Gucci my- put on that tan jacket he was and went on the bar. the so icy. He did it. I'm told I say. He did that shit at the end. He did it. So what is we, so what is we really talking about? You know what I think it was? It was a situation where I think he needed to do that. And uh-huh. I, I think he's he's pretty much past it. He just <laughs> took the opportunity. You got to remember something, too. We dealing with people that's in the industry. <laughs> so you don't know whether or not this shit is for real or if it wasn't, you know, the shit is planned that they talked yeah, before the cake. Like, that's the, uh, that's the other thing. That's the industry shit, yeah. You know, that's industry shit. So you really don't know exactly whatever. Then whatever. I know I'm talking shit, yeah. If niggas took $20 from me, it's, it's, nigga, it's fuck you for life, nigga. You all ass nigga to me for life. <laughs> I ain't doing the verses with nobody, nigga. Where that 20 you got to run me first, nigga. Right. And after you run me the 20, it's still fucking right. You know I mean? Take this uppercut, nigga. No, but at the end of the day, I will say, all in all, I will say this. Minus all the minus all the bullshit, mm. I did like the fact at the end where they said, hey, look, boom, whatever, whatever. Even though I know in my heart, of hearts, I personally think that shit ain't over with. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, nigga. It's hard, nigga. It's it's different when you say a nigga came and stole some money from me. No, he took nigga tried to kill you. Tried to kill me. But then you, but you don't. You also don't know. You, I'm gonna keep it 100 real quick. My bad, jump. My bad, my bad for cutting you off. I'm sitting for real. My bad. No, no, but you're like, good. You good. We also don't know what it what is on your heart. Even if somebody came to kill you, yeah. When you kill somebody else, yeah. Like we talked about shit a couple weeks ago. Forgiveness is real. Like. I know you was all righteous in killing the nigga because he came to kill you. I get all that. Mm. But I couldn't imagine 
the mental gymnastics I'm doing in my brain after I murdered a man. Yeah. And we can't. So Gucci might be searching for closure. I know everybody wants Gucci to be the same. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Clearly, he's vegan now or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas change mentally. Mm-hmm. Like, we we all want Gucci to not give a fuck like it's 05, but he not the same nigga no more. And it might be something to him to just put a loop on that fucking, put a bow on that situation, man, and move on with your life. Like, you, yes. I couldn't imagine living with, like, that same anger and drive. And, no, I see this nigga, I'm going to murder this nigga after I've already murdered the nigga. You, like, that, that got to that'll kill you, bro. You, you holding yourself down mentally. On, That's just like anything in anybody in life with any situation. You hope when you hold on to different things, you you only you ain't hurting the person that you that you angry at. You hurting yourself. But at the end of the day, let's keep this let's keep this shit where it was supposed to be. And that was about the music. Mm. I don't give a fuck what nobody's saying. My nigga Jeezy catalog way bigger than close. And people were saying his catalog was bigger than than fucking no. It's it's not close. He got more songs. I fuck with Gucci. But the reality is, at the same time, I ain't gonna lie. I'm biased. We Mm. both lived in Atlanta. You Mm. know how it was Mm. back in the day when. When when Gucci was, I mean, um, Jeezy was that nigga. his shit was bumping like a motherfucker. Jeezy and Ti was that nigga back. Yeah, then. I mean, it's, we, I mean, it's it's not close catalog wise, but I give Gucci his respect. I mean, like, I this this felt like one of them things where like this is the way I keep explaining it. When you fuck with Gucci, you fuck with Gucci. Everybody that I know that love Gucci because just, it's yeah, you got to have a soft spot in your heart for that. It's, it's just it's, it's stop. <laughs> 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 but it's like if you fuck with him, you fuck with him, and it's it's, it's and. But they hate when you when you when you say something that's like that's trying to they think you're trying to disparage them or talk yeah, down or whatever. Yeah. It's just like no, it's let's be honest. This catalog is not yeah. longer than, than Jeezy. But if you but if you fucked with Gucci, you just ain't trying to hear that in no way, shape, or form. I'll let you have it. Ain't no fucking way. Let's make a man. No let's make, let's make a matter. I, do you want to own... Gucci has had some songs that's been nice. Honestly, yeah. that's been nice. Nick, I've never wanted once in my life do, wanted to listen to a whole Gucci album. Do you want to own once. 100% of um, Mr. Hero? Or do you want to own 50% of Amazon? I don't give a fuck if he own 100% of his catalog. It's Mr. Hero. It's local. It's from here to Akron, nigga. Jeezy only own 50% of his, but it's 50% of Amazon. It's 50% of Jeezy's. Like 50% of Jeezy's catalog it's probably at least ten times more than Gucci's catalog. He's a commercial. like he's a. I know people hate that. He's a commercial rapper. He can get his beats and songs played in fucking Dre beats commercials. Like his catalog is deeper, bro. It's just a, it's a more commercial catalog. It's a crossover situation. Yeah, it's a crossover catalog, man. No disrespect to Gucci. No, I mean the like streets I- gonna hold. Like to me, Gucci. Is Corey Holcomb of music? Like I'm a Corey Holcomb fanatic. I don't give a fuck. He's mm. gonna be my favorite entertaining comedian, no matter who comes along. And I don't care what you say. And people listen to him. They be like, "What the fuck is going on?" That's my nigga. And he the same way. Mm-hmm. And the streets keep keep uh, Corey Holcomb going, and it keep Gucci going. Mm-hmm. But you know, Dave Chappelle is a different. And I'm not saying you know mm-hmm. you know what's called Dave Chappelle, but you know what I mean. But whatever, whatever. Anyway. At the end of the day, shout out to both of them brothers, man. You know, it's, 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 it was still good to see. It was good, still good to hear the music. The numbers was through the roof on uh, on the verses. Uh, so you can't, I mean, you can't deny that. You can't deny the impact of us still seeing them two on the same stage after all the shit they've been through. Yeah, I mean, and 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 if the shit is squashed, 
then that's a beautiful thing. At the end of the day, let's be clear, man. The the end game ain't to be still at each other's throats. <laughs> when it comes, it's not that's not the end game. The end game should be to be able to be like, you know what? We did and, 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 and let's be clear about something real quick. These niggas was how old when this shit went down? These yeah. niggas were in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. Like niggas is 30, niggas got wives now, mm-hmm. niggas has got kids. Like, come on, man. You can't hold on to, to shit. Look, and I get the severity of what happened or went down, but at the end of the day, like you said previously, about 10 minutes ago, if that nigga can say, you know what, we cool, much respect, whatever the case, then why can't you? Yeah, just, that's the part. I just I just don't understand that part. Like, I feel it. I understand everybody got their feelings about it, but clearly. He's over it enough to stage a performance at the end and go to the compound, like sitting the feet, and they went to the compound. And, they was, and I seen videos of it. Them niggas was chilling. They was chilling on the same stage. Them niggas was chilling. Hey, like the, the really part why y'all saw this, y'all boo boo the fool. Y'all got caught up in this bullshit. They made money. Hey. They came. They saw. They conquered, nigga. Hey. That's what happened. Oh, at the end of the day, it's 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 brilliant when it oh. comes to marketing and niggas. They knew niggas. They probably thought about that. Like, hold on, niggas will eat this up. Let me. Yeah, let me go. Yeah, I will come on with this nigga, and, man. Because people, because everybody, what was the what was the biggest number as far as viewers? Oh, I, on IG it was around two million. I don't know what it was with Apple and all that other shit. It yeah. was like one point eight, one point seven, something like that. Yeah, I know it was over a million on IG. Yeah, mm-hmm. look, man, these niggas is built for this. Like Ryan just said, it was no more, no less a performance, yeah. nigga. They, now these niggas hold know on. this shit. Yeah, go ahead. Hold on, though. No. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. When he did, uh, what the fuck was the name of the song? Who? Um, truth. Truth. Gucci. He did Truth. When he did Truth and then talked afterwards, listen, that reminded me of the courtyard. It did. Stuff. Like, nigga, that was, they might have had a performance set up, but he. That was like from the heart. <laughs> that was real nigga shit right there. I, for the, see, I, see, I was salty because I was at work. Mm-hmm. I missed that part because I had to Ooh. run on the floor. You talking, talking about the Jeezy part when he started talking after the song? Yeah, yeah after, and, okay. and when he got to it, he was like, Gucci, yeah. you got love, man, complex. You know what I'm saying? Because I fucked your ex. I can't stand Gucci, man. How can you listen to Gucci, man, man? <laughs> like, I, look, I fuck with, I, I fuck with Gucci with certain songs. Take but... some fucking Aleve D, Gucci. <laughs> Clear up your fucking sinuses. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you so stuffy? Uh, I'll stop it. Blow your nose, you so bro. Stuffy. Blow your gangster ass nose, nigga. You sound horrible. This nigga is the... Uh, what is it called? Patient A. He was patient zero of Corona. This nigga had Corona in 07. Nigga. <laughs> taste or smell for 13 fucking years. God damn. No, I'm fucking with y'all. Gucci got some... He's just annoying as fuck, man. Oh, I've been wanting to say this for the rest of my, my whole life. <laughs> but he's zero, never, he's never been in this <laughs> He's never been in a position to Gucci to be in the forefront. It's powder. Oh, man. I, you know what? That's y'all fun. y'all listen That's to funny. Gucci as adults, like, on your way to the grocery store? Oh, man. I ain't gonna uh, lie. It's certain songs Gucci got that, that are turn-up songs, you know. I went to the club. But, you know, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. man. On the way to kill a nigga or something. Yeah, something like that. I I, I do want to ask y'all real quick. Yeah. Because I, I think listening to that too, and that's what we were talking about here too, there's a difference between hits and, and bangers. bangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Gucci has a ton of bangers mm-hmm. and his hits are pretty much just the the icy, mm-hmm. the wasted. L- lemonade. Lemonade. Yeah. Uh, no. Barry Freaky Girl. He got before. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. So those are like the hits that he had. 
yeah. basically. Then, you know, I know he was kind of trolling Jeezy a little bit when he was doing some of his newer stuff to my play some new and shit like that but, or whatever. I mean, but yeah, I mean, Gucci has had a resurgence now. And and then on top of the people, and now that I think about it too, for, for, for the people saying that he's like, he's the streets and stuff like that, Gucci's very much more commercial these days. He, he is. Gucci is the one out there doing cuts with um with curly hair dude, Bruno Mars or whatever. Mm -hmm. Running you know heels and shit, trying to get in shape. You know what I'm saying? Jesus so. is a little fat nigga like me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Jeezy. You know what I wanted to say real quick? Jeezy a corny ass motherfucker though. He might be the rap Ray J. Like, <laughs> he, they kept calling him Big Snow. It's, it, it, it kept reminding me like Big Soldier. Like, we know Soldier. Yeah. He kept calling himself Big Soldier. Like, yeah. it's something self-deprecating in hip-hop. That's why I give, that's why hip-hop is the most creative form in the world, because it's self-deprecating to be talking all this big boy shit, but you'll name yourself Lil. Like, so it's self-deprecating to like, it eases the entry into, into people's ears, into, they, into their brains, into their world, when you call yourself Lil Wayne. You know what I mean? Lil this, Lil Baby. You know what I mean? Like, you Lil. You Lil. You know what I'm saying? When you start calling yourself big, big, who, who's the other big rap, like, Big Snow. Like, it sounds corny. What was the movie when the niggas, he reminded me, he reminded me of these niggas. What was the, what was it? Um, oh, what was the, Superfly. Remember Superfly a couple years ago? When the uh, one dude was on there from, um, from, from Grownish. Talking about, talking about the new one that came the out? The new one that came out. I never watched it because you said, you said it was, it was It terrible. was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I, I, I was like, but it was. It was his his his, his the, the niggas who was against him that were all the white in that movie. Anybody who didn't see that movie know what I'm talking about. They mm -hmm. reminded me of Jeezy, man. Mm -hmm. Like I, uh, I think they were all white and they was called the Snowboys or something. They was oh, you corny talking about, as oh, you, fuck. Oh, oh, you talking about that? Um, the new Superfly movie. The new Superfly. The, yeah. The, and they, it was like Big Snow. It was called the Snow Patrol. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's back when my daughter's watching Paw Patrol. I'm like, this is corny as fuck, bro. Yeah. Like, but they kept calling him Big Snow. That shit was corny. But um, other than that, he had hits, bro. But he's a cornball ass yeah. nigga. Well, since y'all, you, I, I was, I thought about this on Friday. Since you mentioned a badass movie, um, I actually think one of Tyler Perry's <laughs> best movies is the Why Did I Get Why Did I Get Married? Mm. But it's terrible. It's yeah. still terrible. I was just watching it like now under the lens of of, of of how Tyler Perry writes shit. Mm -hmm. You mean I, I forget all the stupid shit with the with the storyline, but he had Jill Scott driving up a mountain in a fucking Cadillac. Like, nigga, you, you put some <laughs> snow tires on this bitch. You are driving up a mountain in a Cadillac with no snow tires. Talking about how I'm gonna make it to the top of the mountain. I don't know, Jill. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Jill I don't know, Jill. I don't know how you gonna get up the mountain with them tires on. I'm gonna like, bite my tongue because you know how I feel. You got about all this period. money, you driving up the mountain in a goddamn yeah. Cadillac. Yeah. No, no, no Range Rover, no Jeep, no nothing. You in a Cadillac <laughs> trying to get up a fucking mountain. Tyler Perry make movies the way Gucci Mane sound. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> they in the same, I don't know if that makes sense, but they in the same category. <laughs> Whatever I watch, so you said Gucci is the Tyler Perry of a rap. <laughs> Whenever I watch a Tyler Perry show, I'll be like, "This shit look like a Gucci Mane album." <laughs> it just, it be like, what the fuck is going on? 
Now, if y'all see the extended scene of the one chick getting bad pain on this one, I gotta we gotta put it on our page. Yeah. It's the worst I've ever seen, man. Oh, I hate you. Uh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. No, it was just. It was. I was just looking at it like that is terrible. Like you could have. Everybody else, I think, had like a truck or something like that. She just in the Cadillac trying to drive up a mountain and shit like that. It was just. It was just the weirdest thing in the world to me. I'm like Tyler Perry just makes bad shit and makes a lot of money making a lot of bad shit. <laughs> it's Gucci. That's the same. Shit. <laughs> it's all good. Real quick, a quick little segue. We ain't gonna stay on this one long. But speaking of like TV shows and creators and shit, I just want to get this off my chest. I don't know if anybody in the feed has done this too. I just I just binge one on one. Some people might have watched it live. All right, I know we didn't talked about different people. You know what I mean? And different. We talked a little bit about Brandy and Moesha. You know what I mean? We talked about Watch McCalla from um from the game. Oh. <laughs> The 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 thought of the, of the millennium, Melody for the Melody, band. yeah. If there was, I don't even know how to describe Brianna Barnes. She, you know how they call it some dudes fuck niggas. I don't know what the woman version of it is. Okay, but I would say Brianna Barnes is it. All right, Brianna is is um Kyla Pratt's character on one on one. I got pissed off this early this morning because I finished this morning. For five years, my nigga Arnez Ballard, okay? <laughs> Arnez tried to get them buns from Brianna for five years. She wouldn't give him no puss, none. Last scene of the show, last episode, last episode, closing scene of the show. Is her in the bed naked with fucking Ray J. So you wouldn't give my nigga Arnaz Ballard the buns, but you fucked one wish? You what? fucked Ray J? Corny ass D-Mac on the show? You know what? I don't even remember him being on the show. He was on the show for the last season. He played himself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If Ray J went to college, this would have been Ray J. He was right. a cornball ass wannabe hood nigga. But he was from Malibu. And he ended up getting... Brianna went all them years and would not give my nigga Arnez the buns, man. I just... And I, you felt for him? I feel some kind of way, man. It was very disrespectful, man. It was extremely disrespectful. I, I, Women got a habit of keeping men around that they really don't want to fuck with. But they make him... They, they keep it, keep him at a certain point where they... It's, it's a potential to fuck with. Mm. It just... It just did something to my soul. You know what I'm saying? He ended up... It, for the for the show, Arnaz ended up fucking with Brandy, who was played Ray J's sister on the show for the last couple episodes or whatever. And they like he went to go find her, whatever. She just didn't give. She didn't. She would not give Arnaz none of the buns. Do you just fuck his roommate? All right, but anyway, all right, I'm done. I'm done with that. You done fought a lot of stuff with these old shows. You know going what? back and watching, it's weird watching them do a different lens though nowadays, yeah. especially uh, some of the jokes. Like, they'll be making jokes about how people look gay, about how, like... I'm like, bro, in 2020, if some of these shows are around in 2020... They'd be they, done. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be canceled. They'd be done. Uh, I did... Um, speaking of those old shows, cause I, I've I've been looking at some of uh, Fresh Prince lately because I signed up for the HBO Max just for the Fresh Prince reunion, which I got to say, they did a bomb job on, a, on that reunion. I don't know if anybody's had a chance to see that yet, but... Um, 
to me, they 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 did a good job with it. Uh, they did right by Uncle Phil. You know, they gave yeah. him, but they did a nice mm-hmm. tribute to him on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they did right by the original Aunt Viv. Uh, they had her come on. You know, Will and her sat down. It was, it was interesting seeing them two sit down and talk about stuff. I and heard you used to crack them cheeks. Did they talk about that? <sighs> just, just Who did? I heard Will used to crack them cheeks. The old Aunt Viv? Yeah. Oh, shit. They I, ain't talk about that? I've never heard that before. Oh, okay. That's 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 uh, that's new, I, I'm guessing. Uh, she was just saying that they she was going through a lot at the time. Um you know, when she got, she didn't get fired from the show, as she say. You know, that's what people say. She, they just didn't renew her contract. But I guess that's the same thing as getting fired. It's like, look, if I got a contract with my job and they tell me that they don't need me back on start on the first, I mean, just because you ain't say you fired me, if you ain't renew my contract, basically I'm fired. At least you let me go. But anyway, but I think they did right by her too, by her coming in um, and and doing that. So have y'all had it? Did you saw part of it or anything? I seen little little parts of it. Um, I thought it was dope. I don't even lie. I seen the one part though where they were all in that room and that you know in the living room and they was watching Uncle Phil on the TV. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Mm-hmm. That was real dope. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't it was, I, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I said, go ahead. I said I ain't seen it. Yet. No, it was real. You, you you'll see. No, go but ahead. It, it was real, like man, because the, the reality is a lot of that stuff touches us personally because mm-hmm. that was the era that we grew up in. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people may not understand that, but I'm pretty sure everybody in the feed will. But Leah, Leah, Leah just. Desecrating this man's this dead man's name. What? <laughs> Uncle Phil gay. Like, all right. <laughs> she blowing down on Uncle Phil. <laughs> Leave Uncle Phil alone. Philip Banks. Philip Banks. But I think I think judge. I was. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, I remember that. Take I, a bite, bite, <laughs> bite, bite, bite. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when he made that. Yeah. Um, but no, I was so enthralled and one on one and how terrible they in, wrapped up that show. Like that's all mm. I've been watching. And I don't think I'm. I go through these ebbs and flows with shows. Like I got to be in a mind frame. Like I stumbled across like today when I got finished with one on one. Like in my you know thing to come up, it was like Ozark was up there, mm-hmm. and then Girlfriends. I started watching Girlfriends because I'm like I'm not really in like the dong kind of mind frame. Like I got to be in like a all right drama mind frame to watch Ozark. I got to be ready to get. Into my fields to watch the the Refresh Prince one because I know, you know, unlike Brainstorm, I'm an emotional nigga. So you know what I'm saying? Like, what you trying to say? You probably <laughs> you watch, said what you trying to say. I, I saw some shit on, on Twitter today, and it was like, if anybody um, watched the the, the the Fresh Prince special and you ain't shed a tear, something wrong with you. I said, don't talk about my nigga like that. I said, because I already know he ain't shed no tear. Why you know what? You know, I, I'll be dead as I'm oh, about shit. No, 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 oh, shit. no, 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 no. No, I didn't cry. No, no. But what I was gonna say was, I, I cried. I, I, what, what I was gonna say was, like, I could feel. I'm telling you, this is what happens. I could feel it coming. Like, I feel like in my mind, it's like, yeah, you, your eyes get a little heavier or something like that. But I mean, nah. brainstorm is called crying. No, nah. he said somehow it was some water. No, nah. I'm like, is it raining I, in the house? I, I I didn't cry, but I could see why people would cry doing all that. I mean, hell, I didn't even know that the the two characters that play Aunt Viv they had never even met before. Yeah. So they didn't meet until that reunion. Um, I, I will say, I think, I think they gave themselves a little, little bit too much credit as far as being a show that changed things. I never looked at First Prince as a show that made you change the way you think about stuff. Yeah, I mean, like some to me, some of their deepest episodes was like, of course, the one with the father. Yeah. Uh, I forgot about the one where Carlton had the gun because what they got, what was it? They got robbed outside the of ATM. a bank or something ATM, like that. ATM. I mean. Yeah. I know the one time Carlton took the pills mm-hmm. and OD on the pills and yep. stuff like that. 
it was to me, can I be honest, Fresh Prince was all over the place. It was not as concise as the Cosby show and then Martin up until the Gina Martin beef. Mm. And even the Jamie Foxx show. Like those to me were three of the most concise, like, like what happened to Nia Long's character? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they were supposed to get married, but then Will Smith mama and her daddy got married. Yeah. But then I never saw them two again in the, mm-hmm. in the show. Mm-hmm. Like, they had a lot of loose ends. They didn't tie up loose ends in Fresh Prince. Like, it was really just the Will Smith show and tune in to laugh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, the Cosby yeah, show they, wrapped Yeah, they did kind of disappear with stuff. Yeah, like, just, like, remember it? When Tyra Banks was on her for a while, it was like they was flirting, they yeah. was not flirting. That's you know, she ain't even there no more. Yeah, like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, you like right, they didn't right, tie up a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these shows, like the Jamie Foxx show did an amazing job with Fancy and, and Jamie. And then like The Office did a hell of a job. Like a lot of these shows tie them shits up. The fresh fresh. Well, fresh that's because over. a lot of shows, because I thought about this too. A lot of shows don't get to actually do a legit ending. Like they don't get to say, especially nowadays, you don't get there and say, okay, this is our going to be our last season. We're going to wrap it up. Sometimes you just like, oh, they just canceled. Mm-hmm. You know, so for a show to actually get to the point where they could have a legit ending, to like you said, not, it was people that just kind of came and went. Yeah, see, and, and I'm not even necessarily getting to, you right, because that's what happened with one-on-one. I think they would have drug it out more and they just had to find an ending. But like with that, it would be like in between seasons two and three, three and four, four and five. Mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't be the end. It would be like, what happened to me along? Like, mm-hmm. what happened to the dad from, from Good Times? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where the fuck did they go? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it was in between. You know what I mean? It was like the storylines were incomplete. They weren't. And TV shows did that sometimes back in the day. They they just yeah. expected you to just go along with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw Jerry say she's benching Family Matters right now. Judy literally went upstairs at the yeah. end of season one and never came back yeah, downstairs. But, <laughs> but hey, but she, hey. When she came back, she came back. She came, came back, back she, with a vengeance. She came back with a vengeance. You know, you know what I mean. I kind of discovered that in one of my one of my jaunts through. I was online. Drugs with did a number on her though. Hmm? Drugs did a number on her. Well, uh, you know the, the videos I saw, she still had it together. Okay. And uh, the girl from um, <laughs> spread it apart. Now that's who had fuck, and, drugs and fucked one, her up. And the one from um, the LL show. Yeah, in the house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Maya Campbell. Yeah, they, Maya, Maya Campbell. Campbell. They did her yeah. Dirty. Oh yeah, drugs but, really fucked her up. But Jamie Foxworth, if y'all get some chance, get a chance. She was out there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, it. yeah. Um, I don't know. Y'all got something else? I know. I mean, I just got a little stupid shit. What's up? What's the stupid? What's stupid shit? What we got? I saw. Uh, um, I saw a piece of an interview from Tisha Campbell. It was like a commercial preview on an uh, 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 interview she was going to have. And the guy asked her, like, do people still see you in the street and just be like, hey, Gina, or something like that? Mm-hmm. She's just like, all the time. I'm like, And I started thinking, like, what's the character do you all think probably get their character, like their oh. actor or actor name, like, all the time? Like, oh, shit. Like, never is just going to be their real name. I was watching, so Rain Wilson, who played Dwight Schrute mm-hmm. on The Office, he has a, um, he has a, uh, like, a quick podcast that he does. It's only like 10, 15 minutes long. He'll sit down with people and have a quick mm-hmm. conversation. He was sitting, he got a series where he sat down with a lot of people from the office. And he was like, without a doubt, the main characters from this show will always be known as their characters from this show. Mm-hmm. Like, Steve Carell will always be Michael Scott. I don't give a fuck what he does. John, I've watched, I watched Space Force and I watched The Morning Show. The Morning Show kind of, it almost is like, Michael Scott don't be... 
sexually harassing women. Like it was, it's still Michael Scott. You that's, know what but I'm that's, but you absolutely, I think anybody that loves the office might have that, that, uh, yeah, that, like that John thing. Krasinski, like he did that show. He did he, the show, the uh, Sniper, yeah, he did a Jack the, Ryan, which is a good show. Yeah. But he's, you know what I mean? Like that's, um, Jim. That's Jim Halpert. You know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine. Rain Wilson is going to be, Rain Wilson is going to be Dwight Schrute. I don't give a fuck what he does. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, I mean, people like that. I don't know. We already got some good ones in the feed. I see Titan said Rudy. It's always going to be Rudy. Yeah. Silka said fancy, I guess from, uh, from, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess so. She probably always will be fancy. Uh, Tom, somebody Tommy said Tommy from, from Power. Power. Who's that? Liz at Tommy? Yeah. Yeah, Tommy came. No matter what he going to pop in now, he, he is going to be Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. Shit, Steve Urkel. Oh yeah, he's oh, always yeah, Urkel. Yeah, yeah. He, every time you see him, it's gonna always be that. You now, know is it is, is it is it just because you get too attached to them as that character, or or that character just defines them? Can I keep me, going? Oh, go, go, go. no, let's mm-hmm. just say something real quick though. Every character from Martin, period. Mm-hmm. Tommy, Cole, well, rest in peace, Tommy. Tommy, but Pam, Gina, Martin, Cole. I'm gonna say some always. I'm gonna say some fucked up shit. I don't think those people are the elite actors then, because they're they're them they're themselves, which is hard to do on camera. But so what I'm saying is, I've seen, um, Ghost mm-hmm. in other shit. He trained his body to be calm on power, like the way he looked and like mm. carried himself and walked. If you see that, like he got like the real. Fine hair of of um waves. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like almost like you could take the hair and like flip it back and then stand up straight. Like he mm-hmm. S curled his waves down. Like he's normally almost a weirdo. You know what I'm saying? But like he like trained his body to be ghost. He like trained himself to be a drug. He took it to man. a different place. So when I see him in other shit, he never reminds me of ghosts. But I think, especially with a show like The Office and some of these other shows like Martin, like especially The Office, they were just themselves and it was a documentary style show. So you were getting like them. I don't know. Because some of these actors, because even Denzel is himself in a lot of stuff, but he also, if you watch Denzel and certain stuff, he trains his body to walk differently when, he, when he's Malcolm X. Like he's, he, he, he don't, even the way he turned his neck in um, yeah. training day, mm-hmm. he just trains himself to do different shit. So his body, well, small stuff differently. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I think some of those actors are good character actors. They're just not. Uh, they're good actors, but they're not necessarily character. I, I don't. I don't know how to explain it. Is it just me, or do, or when you have a uh, <clears throat> an actor or a person, whether it's a TV show, movie, whatever, like you just said, they have such a dominant role that kind of made them that character mm-hmm. do you feel some type of way when you see him in other movies and you just be like i don't really want to like, fuck it, that's what i that's what i was kind of asking yeah, you know what i mean it's, it's almost like urkel like urkel was so jaleel does has anybody ever said jaleel white no he's urkel uh, nobody's life. i've said it once i remember when that movie came out that he was in a few years back mm-hmm. they had a commercial he was he was in the movie the <laughs> one where they was uh the, the gunman was on the train um and it was it's a, it's actually a decent movie uh, he has a small role in it, but I remember seeing the commercial during like the the Cavs uh, Christmas Day game, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm being like, "Damn, Jaleel Urkel! I mean, Jaleel Urkel! Jaleel Urkel, good actor! Hey, Jaleel Urkel! I remember sitting there being like, "Damn, Jaleel White still acting? 
like you ain't seen him in nothing. So mm. it's just, but I think he's just so tied into that role. That's what I'm saying. So, but it's either are are they just not good or mm. you know what? He's somebody said something. Okay, type. I feel Theo a little bit, but to me, just me personally, Theo was so. And I don't even know if it's because he's a great actor. He was like a pubescent teen guy. Like his voice was changing hmm. on so many episodes. Like now that I see him and other stuff, he don't act like Theo. He don't even look like Theo. He looked nah, like he don't look nothing like the younger him to me. Yeah, like Dwayne Wayne kind of people like that. But like I don't know Theo. I don't know. It, it didn't register with me, but I feel you. I mean, I can't. It was what you say, but you know what I'm saying? I didn't see that with Theo. I see. Who was who it? Lana said Arya Stark. That's definitely one I think yeah. it's... I'm a, I'm the Game a, of Thrones people can't do nothing else in their life. They don't have to. Yeah, they, 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 don't they really to. don't have to, but they will. Because mm-hmm. uh, what's she's she's acting... Uh, what's it? Um, what's her name? Um, what is it? Danny? Daenerys? Yeah, Daenerys. Yeah, she's in different stuff. Yeah, I think everybody else is and just kind of chilling right now. But she was already doing stuff as she was still on the show. She had cornball too, and Jon Snow is a weird dude too. It's about in real life. Yeah, and we're in real right. life. They, they, I think they might be able to, even they like the biggest stars of the show. Because mm. if you see them outside of the character, you'd be like, "Hey, you ain't the king of the north, bro. Like, <laughs> I beat your ass, kid. Harrington. You, are, you are ass nigga for real." Like, you know what? My homie can fuck you, Daenerys. You ain't the queen of the dragons. <laughs> fuck out of here. My homie make you buy him a PS5. Anyway. Um, All right. I don't know. What else y'all got? What you got, man? We got a bunch of little stuff. What you got, man? You got? I, I'd just be throwing random shit up in here, man. Uh, I, I, hell, I saw Pastor John Gray. I want to say South Carolina. He decided to go to Instagram this weekend uh, and publicly honor his wife. Mm-hmm. who he's been accused of cheating on multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, he apologized, he said, for for cheating emotionally. He says he never had sex with the woman, but he confided in her in ways he shouldn't have, so he cheated emotionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he said that he wanted to publicly honor uh, honor her because he publicly shamed her. Um, I don't know if that's um, kind of equal it's not. to me. I guess in his mind, though, that 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 served, I don't know, some type of she's supposed to, you know, feel better about something. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I do get the part where they say, you know, people say sometimes that if you, you know, if you, you know, whatever, do something publicly or whatever, then you should apologize publicly or something like that. But I just don't see how that equates to to being anything where it made any type of sense to me mm-hmm. that you said you had to publicly um, honor her. That's not publicly honoring her. Publicly, publicly honoring her would have been probably not emotionally, whatever, whatever that is, cheating in the first place. I don't know. Somebody got to explain what emotionally cheating is. That's what he called it. Because he was saying that he he was sharing stuff with another woman and and confiding in her and things like that. I'm guessing that's how he was putting it. Hmm. I don't know. You said in the feed that emotional cheating is worse than physical. But people got to tell me what emotional cheating is, though. Like, I hear that a lot. I mean, I, I, I guess I would... I would define it as the people who sit there and, again, maybe you don't physically cross the line, but you, mm-hmm. you, you let people in in so many other ways. 
I mean, they probably know too much of your business. You're telling them what's going on in your home. You're kind of making this emotional, you're establishing this emotional connection to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's that's kind of how I would look at it and say, but. Oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough one. I, I, I get what they're saying in the feed. When you emotionally let somebody in, mm-hmm. it's easy to go to lay up with somebody and do what you, you know, fuck around, do what you do and call it a day and, and, and you know, both of y'all go your separate ways. But when you emotionally involved with somebody, that means that you contemplating. There's a part of you that's contemplating shit. And what I mean by that is it's a part of you that's just like, hmm. I wonder, yeah. I wonder, you know, this and this and that, or oh, I really do love. That's where the L words start coming mm-hmm. in. When you emotionally involved mm-hmm. with somebody, that's that's a big thing. It's a very big thing. But I don't know, man. I think it's a fine line because um, when you, I had to adjust to my chair. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I keep asking these questions, I guess, rhetorically because I'm trying to get a, a, I think it's a very vague, it's a very vague, um, I don't even know how to say it. I guess situation or 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 definition, mm. emotional cheating. Because let's let's say you have a male friend who's your homie, yeah, and you confiding in them about the shit that's going on in your life. I was gonna say that. Are you emotionally cheating? Is it just because it's a woman? Right. Yeah, because now we're getting into some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Because if you are married or in a relationship heavy. And you constantly on the phone with a family member, or you constantly have a conversation in person with a family member, or a you know whatever brother, sister, mm-hmm, cousin, mm-hmm. aunt, whatever. And they knee deep in your shit. What's the difference? I agree. Like to me, it's all about checking your personal, checking your insecurities at the door. Because what you're really mad is that the person they're talking to has a vagina. Or if you a dude, the person they're talking to has a dick. That's really the only reason why you're mad. Because if I call Brainstorm every time I was pissed at my girl mm-hmm. and told him about all the shit that was going on mm-hmm. and needed him to get me back on track, it's the same shit. Because now this nigga got power over my decision making in my own home. So it's a fine line between people being cool and having a conversation and yeah and emotionally cheating on somebody like because when you start getting to the line of emotional cheating that I need you to not converse about what the fuck is going on in our home right with anybody because putting stipulations on a person because of their genitalia has nothing to do with the content of your conversation if you're discussing me and my shit with anybody that's not me, I guess you're mostly fucking your brother then because you keep talking to your brother about my shit mm-hmm. or you're talking to your aunt about my shit or you're talking to your mom or you're talking to your girlfriend at work or you whoever. You know what I'm saying? So it's a very like fine line between like, all right, this is emotional cheating or this is a person having a conversation and venting about their life. Because unless you're fucking somebody, I don't understand. I don't understand why anybody would have an issue 
because I don't understand why you would think it's better to talk to somebody that's not me. I don't give a fuck who they are. See, I, but I if th- they're not you, who does it matter? I think that the intent is going to be t- completely different. I don't. Under, I don't believe. I don't agree with that. But go ahead. I, I I kind of do because it's like I know if I'm talking to my brothers or something like that, or if I'm talking to a family member, I know that no matter what this conversation, this interaction is only going to go to the point of us venting and you giving me information or giving me your thoughts or whatever. If I go to anybody outside of family, maybe outside, well, maybe in the South is different, but uh, you know, the backwoods mm-hmm. in the South. But if I go to anybody outside of the family, these conversations and these interactions can lead to something else. And they let, can only lead to something else if you pursue it. But that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying that the opportunity is there. I understand that. So but if I somebody think, needs the ish, the conversation, I don't. I, I, I feel what you're saying, but that's all the insecurity of that other person in the relationship. That has nothing to do with what you need. Right. If you, if your cousin is the one that can penetrate your brain and get you cool, or your sister, or your mother, or your brother, or your father, or whoever, mm. your co- whoever it is, can penetrate your brain to get you right. I don't understand how that's any different to have a conversation with any other human on earth. You're not. That's just like saying people can't fuck a therapist. People can fuck their therapist. Mm. Technically, you know, I don't. It's all about. The, all I'm saying is this is this is, and we have to be honest. This is solely about our insecurities and how we deal with them. That's all it is. Yeah. Emo- oh. em- emotional. What was the term again? Emotional. Emotional cheating. Mm-hmm. Emotional cheating. Emotional cheating to me is not confiding in somebody about a situation or what you got going on. Mm-hmm. I can go to anybody and have a conversation. I mean, at the end of the day, we all have people that we call family, friends, yeah, whatever the case we may be. Stuff off of, yeah. I think it only becomes a situation when you have something in your mind with your intent on what you exactly. do. Exactly. See, that's a whole different situation. It, it, meaning if you if you sit up and say, okay, if you look at it like, oh, well, I can't talk to that person because that'll be, I'm inviting a situation. I don't agree with that. I believe it's only inviting a situation if your mental game is on inviting a situation. But see, but that's where I'm kind of getting to where it's just, I think it's an issue because in my opinion, I think a lot of times in that situation, if you are going to talk to that person that's not the family member or something like mm-hmm. that, that person that's of the opposite sex or whatever, yeah, I think a lot of times you are confiding in that person because your mental thing is you're wondering if something's going to happen. Like you chose that person for a reason, but okay, but, real quick, fa- but, but who? Not that, not not. If it's, if it's not a person that's not like you, somebody okay. that you already been around. Like I got everybody know my, my one of my best friends is a female best friend. Yeah, she, I've known her for years and years, twenty plus years. Okay, that. so that's, that's family. Can that's I something different if I'm talking to her than if I go to work and and it's just the whoever at work and I'm talking to. But, okay, hold on, real quick, real quick. I, we, I get that point. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. We here again. We're dealing with the your partner's insecurity. It's nothing to do with what your intentions are. You're focusing on not trying to make them feel some kind of way. Because the truth of the matter is, if you're confiding, if you brainstorm are confiding in your brother about your girl, if I'm your girl, pause, whatever, that's your brother. Mm-hmm. This person has the power to have influence over your fucking decision making. Mm-hmm. 
So like me having a conversation with a, somebody of the opposite sex or a friend, as opposed to like you getting A, B, and C directions from somebody you trust with your life, that is detrimental to our foundation because you are allowing somebody inside of our circle. Like this person has the influence to change your mind about something we discussed. Like now we're getting into like the nuts and bolts of our relationship. Not like I'm feeling some kind of way. You have a conversation with somebody at an event, whatever. You're confiding about every single thing that happened. I'm telling you everything that went on. You're giving me your, your opinion on it. You don't know this motherfucker. You don't know me all like that. We having a conversation. Cool. I go and I talk to my brother. It's value. It's stock in this nigga's opinion. So when he gives me his opinion, he lightweight giving me a directive. And now my, now my fucking relationship involves me, my brother, and my mate. And that's so using any outside influence, any outside yeah, influence. Yeah, I was about to say, I was about to say so using that logic, shouldn't you be not talking to nobody anyway, that, in a sense? That's that's what I'm saying is I don't think anybody should be influencing your decision making over your relationship. The problem people have is that they're insecure that the person happens to be a man or a woman, depending on the person they're in a relationship with. And it's the thought that maybe they can end up fucking that person up. That ain't got shit to do with what I'm going through right now. I understand that it feels better for you if this person has built-in boundaries. So for you, it makes you feel better. But I'm the person in need of clarity right now. You're saying the argument is is is, is void anyway because we shouldn't be talking about it in we the first place. Be, we, That's what you're saying. We, you sound not, like a lawyer right now. No, no, not not that we shouldn't be talking about it. Not that we shouldn't be talking about it. But the emphasis on quote unquote emotional cheating has everything just to do with he could potentially fuck this woman or she could potentially fuck this dude. That's all it got to do with. Nobody want to say that. Right. Nobody wants, because people are sitting on the phone with their family members for four hours and talk about everything and cry and snot and laugh and come back. You just emotionally invested hours of your life into somebody else about your mate, but that's okay. Because at times people need that. But to say emotionally cheating with some emotionally cheating is having a conversation because under the under the definition that people are coming up with in the feed just in life. Emotionally having a convert, emotionally investing in somebody else to gain some sort of clarity in your life is emotionally cheating. Well, and under that definition, you shouldn't have that fucking conversation with nobody. That ain't me. If they can influence or have some sort of influence over how you can conduct yourself after the conversation, you're only threatened by this person because the influence could be coupled with fucking. It's the only reason. But it's look, but it's emotional. Hold on. Hold on. It's right, but it's 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 like two separate arguments though. I mean, I but but, it's, but it it's right though. though. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. It, it, when you become listen, this is my thing. I, I think this all this shit is getting twisted. There's nothing wrong with having a conversation about what you got going on with a person that's family, friend, whatever. When you bring up oh a, a regular ass person. First of all, why are you discussing regular shit with somebody you barely know? That's number one. So when you say dealing with a person or or, or just confiding in anybody, okay, that's number one. Mm -hmm. 
Next thing, let's get something clear about emotional. When you get to be, because I'm looking in the feed. If you're emotionally cheating to me, you're already romantically, emotionally involved with a person. Yeah, see, I, I think it's more than just the we're Not talking about talking. it. I, I think it's more along the lines of, that, that's what I was saying earlier. I, I think it's more along the lines of, in your mind, you're talking to this person because in your mind, you've made some type of opening in some way, shape, or form. But so I think that's emotional. I don't think emotional cheating is just the, we shouldn't be talking to anybody because, you know, anybody has the power on this. I think it becomes well, yeah, because you're talking course. to this person. That's yeah. the only That's the only way I'm equating emotional look, cheating with this whole thing. But no, but, but on the outside looking in, who in the world would have an insight into your brain? Which man? Who would have an insight into your brain to know your motive for having a conversation? Only you do. Exactly. Only you do. That's what I'm saying. I, it's kind of a moot point. You don't know what is inside this person's brain. So you either have an issue with them getting information from people outside of the relationship or not. That's really what you have an issue with. So okay, so, so so real quick, let me let me just nah, say this. Let's, I I know I know I, I I get it, but no, nah, I just it's it's you can have that problem. I, I get that you can have a problem with you getting advice or whatever from anybody or whatever, but you can have more of a problem with you getting that information from somebody that you know in your mind that you might want to fuck. I understand what you're saying, but that, that you have no idea if your girl is talking guys a dude that's a friend. You have no idea if she wants to fuck him. So you got to make a choice whether or not you're secure enough for her to have a male friend. You got to make that decision because you don't but, know whether or not she wants to fuck him. But, the only but thing you can the, say, but who's the male friend though? Is what it don't, I'm saying. It now. doesn't. That see, that's the there is a not here's the insecurity coming in. But no, it don't matter. There, there, in a sense, in a sense, no. But again, in a sense, I, if if my girl know that my best friend had been around for 25 years, now she may be insecure. It don't because, matter. She could she, be hanging around for 25 to suck your dick. She, 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 she don't know why she be hanging around. She could be insecure in the fact that y'all still don't trust her or something like that. Yeah. But, at the, but at the end of the day, that's somebody that's been around for 25 fucking matter, years. It don't matter, man. It should. It does. Why? Right. That matters to me more than, than, than oh, oh, this bitch at the job that at the, all of a sudden I'm just hollering at and I'm rapping in her ear. Mm -hmm. To me, that's the difference. But Okay. I'm, being, I'm not being... What's the difference? No, I mean, it's, it's just debate. I'm, no, I'm saying, saying, what's the I'm, difference? Because I know for a fact that this person is only here for a friendship. My girl, if if if, if I meet her, if <laughs> me and her meet and I, and I introduce her to whoever, to let's say, I'll say her name, Mill. Mm -hmm. I already even gave you the whole background or whatever. Now, of course, in her mind, she just met her. So, of course, she doesn't, she can yeah. care, probably give a shit about the 25 years. But there's still more stock in the fact that this person has been around me for 25 years. We never messed around. I know who this is then. All of a sudden, we've been together for two years. We've been married for five or something like that. And all of a sudden, I'm just hollering at Angie at work or something mm -hmm. about some shit. That's the difference. Now, I, I get I get on the surface. There's still, they're still, yeah, still just two women that you're confiding something yeah. that, that you're confiding. On that, on that surface, on that part right there, yeah, there's no difference. There's no but difference. Fact, but when you want to look... But you... You want to look at it with no substance at all. Just on the just one plus one equals two. It's a little gray matter with that. It's only gray matter if you want to fuck her. That's the that's what I'm saying here. I, okay. It's only gray matter if you want to fuck the woman, and that's the and, part that we're that. And that's what I'm saying. So, is, I, and I think so many. So times let's stop what, capping on the conver the conversation. They got shit to do with it. 
The only problem is the person might want to fuck the person. Now we're running into but, issues. But that's what I've been saying. I'm saying that that more times than not, when people go out and they start talking to somebody, that's not the person that you've been talking to for 25 years. That's not your brother. You're kind of talking to these people sometimes because of the fact that in your mind, you've kind of said, hmm, maybe I would like to fuck her or maybe I would like to fuck him. Who? who sometimes who, I think people do that. I mean, no, <laughs> maybe it's not the one line in your head, but come on, you you will talk to somebody that you have more of an interest in. Now, I'm not saying that everybody that you can't, everybody just can't be a friend or something like that, but a lot of times more than not, if it's some random person that you all of a sudden are confiding in, why are you confiding with a random ass person all of a sudden? Was this was this stated in that in that story that she was just random? I have no idea who the chick was. I think it might, I don't know if it was a member of the church or what. I honestly don't know that part. Okay. I mean, I, I'll put it like this. Bla I ain't said this in a minute. Black and white, no shades of gray. You haven't said it in a minute. The reality is, it's only emotionally cheating when you got an intent. Yeah, you, if you got intent. I'm not debating and, that. And, and bro, somebody can be around it's, you for 35 years and want to fuck you. It don't, I don't I'm, think that got to do not, anything. I'm, either I'm not really it. debating that either. I'm just saying that it, for me, I think there's more stock in in the in the fact of I'm just using the example but I use. I get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but you, I we we always do this for for me, like the same thing for me. But you would have to look at it in your particular case from your girl's point of view, not for you. No, I already said for she, some reason she ain't this got, woman got to believe. His, yeah, she ain't got to believe that. I understand what you're saying, but she does have to because that's your woman, mm -hmm. and without that, you're gonna have issues. Mm -hmm. So on the flip side, it could be this woman been around for more than half of my man's life. And she ain't gone nowhere. It could go both ways. It's all about my my confidence that you're not going to fuck somebody. That's the only thing I got to go on. Without that, I'm like, I have nothing to hang my hat on. Either I got confidence you're not fucking somebody, or we got issues. Because your person is going to interact with people. They're gonna interact with people of the of opposite sex. They're gonna have conversations with people of the opposite sex. And mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta determine whether or not I'm confident enough to deal with it, or I'm not. What's the guy's name? The pastor. Yeah, Pastor John Gray. Pastor John Gray. He's had a history of, of oh he, yeah uh, he's infidelity. had a history of it yeah. Reality is this. never really been proven, Emotion but yeah a lot of he was emotionally cheating because he wanted to fuck who he was fucking with. That's why he said it. Every person you have a conversation with ain't. Got it's not a situation where it's it's, it's its yeah. own cheating. Mm -hmm. I got plenty of people that I can find in of, of the opposite sex that that I don't want to fuck. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it don't have to be that. I'm oh, I'm, to me when, when when I say see this is the thing. Let, let me break this down real quick, real fast. And when, when you bring in, <clears throat> excuse me, mm -hmm. when you bring in terms emotional, that's deep shit. That's deep shit, bro. When you bring when you say emotional. Nigga, that's nigga. Carl Thomas said it best. I'm emotional, nigga. But when you say emotionally mm -hmm. involved with somebody, that mm -hmm. means that you care and love that person. So I, I think the wording is all fucked up too. I, I don't emotion. I mean, when, when I say that, when he says he was emotionally involved or emotionally cheated, that meant that he cared for that woman or he felt something for that woman. Minus, let's stop fucking around with the conversation that I confide in. Emotionally cheating, mm -hmm. you cared about that person, which means you was past just talking to somebody. Mm -hmm. You're emotionally involved, which okay. means there are feelings involved. Yeah. All right, so let's so let's get Silka put in. Shout out to Silka. Shout out. We talked about the stuff. I don't know if he was on here earlier. We talked about the, the the situation on Wednesday. It's gonna be dope. Um. So Silka said, you know, 
to put it in a nutshell, because I ain't gonna read the whole thing because she, she, she girlfriend uh, texted in the in the chat. Um, <laughs> you know your girl, you see that long, you be like, oh, oh fuck. shit. But um, basically, she said if you get a promotion at work, or you had a rough day, all that kind of shit. If you think to call that person first, then that's emotionally cheating. I personally believe you're 100 percent right. Mm-hmm. If I'm having a rough day, I'm I'm gonna call my girl first. Like if if I get a promotion, if I got an interview. If I got some stuff, of course, I'm calling my girl about whatever the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. I just had an incident a couple weeks ago where I had to walk out of work and call her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about emo? I guess I'm emotionally cheating with Leah because I got emotional on the phone talking to her about the shit that was going on at work. Mm-hmm. That's different. Of course, if you got promotion, tough day at work, some real shit going on in your life. Real shit should be your wife, girlfriend, real life shit. That is your call. That's your first a lot of times you're only calling like mm-hmm. now if and I don't give a fuck Miss Volksberger cussed out a kid and that person was off from work that day and you found it funny and you call them like hey guess what Miss Volksberger did yesterday today at work mm-hmm. that's not emotional cheating I know that's that's, that's a connection that's, you got with somebody else that's of the opposite sex that's not your wife let's say somebody, I mean that's obvious though but it's not though because it gets messy. It gets cloudy because the funnier shits gets or the deeper shits get, let's say is they can have a keen interest in Baker Mayfield or the Browns or the Cavs or the Indians and Baker threw three picks and, or the Indians gave up 15 runs and they like, Oh, this pitching is shitty. Mm-hmm. If you're watching the Indians game and the pitching is shitty, if you text your wife, Shane Bieber ain't got it today. She's like, who the fuck is Shane Bieber? <laughs> Boom. Dropped it. Like, they'll say, who the fuck is Shane Bieber? Like, there comes a time in life to say that, to be that insecure, to say that I give a fuck about everything my woman gives a fuck about. She gives a fuck about everything I give a, give a fuck about. And every time I get, quote unquote, emotional about something where I find something funny or something sad or something makes me angry, that if I reach out to my coworker and tell him about the funny shit that happened at work, how the fuck is that emotion that I'm exuding cheating? It's just fucking funny. And the person who happens to find the joke funny happens to have a pussy. Now, let's be real. And now, if it was a dude, if it was my homie Fruits, I would do the same thing with Fruits. Like, shit, me and Silk worked together last year. Some shit was going on to be funny shit. You know what I'm saying? We worked at the school. This year's Fruits. You know what I'm saying? She don't work there right. no more. Right. I don't think, like... The, the problem is people, I understand what you I understand what people are saying, and I get it. Whatever. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But every emotion is not emotional. Like, don't confuse the two. Like, yeah, if you got some real shit going on in your life, you call your girl. Like, if you got some shit going on, like, I could feel brain, like brainstorming. You're talking about you got a friend for 25 years. If you got a new job and you call her first and your girl feels some kind of way, I will understand that. You should call your girl first. I don't give a fuck how long y'all been friends. You know what I'm saying? That's your girl. You call her first. You tell her the news. You got shit going on at work. You call your girl first. I don't give a fuck if you met the person yesterday or 42 years ago. But if something happened 17 years ago and it popped up and you called Mill and y'all laughed about it for 15, 20 minutes, you're exuding emotion, but you're not emotionally cheating on your girl. You have a connection completely void of anything your girl can have knowledge of. There's nothing she could ever understand about the conversation. There's no interest from her in the conversation or the topic. Nothing. It don't, it, you don't, 
She don't give a fuck if Baker get benched. So why the fuck would I text her like, oh, he just threw two overthrown passes? Huh? It, it would be a dumb text message to send, bro. If I sent you a text message about, I don't know. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. If I sent you a text message about, I just downloaded a couple new audio packs, you'd be like, all right. If right. I sent it to Playboy, he'll be like, oh, shit, I'm going to go up there and check them bitches. It's just, I don't mm. know. It, uh, to me, it's just people not wanting to be honest about their insecurities. I had to check mine a little while ago, a year, year and a half ago. Yeah, I, You got to check your insecurities at the door. You got to check them shits. We talk about it on the pod all the time. My wife worked with a bunch of dudes. I got to check my insecurities at the door. For me to think she goes to work and only says all day, uh, this car is being sold to this person and you, come on, man. They have conversations about shit, about life. There's a whole world that exists that I have no fucking knowledge of. That's true. I, I don't I have any that. knowledge of it. And if she called me about it, it wouldn't make sense. She keep telling me about these motherfuckers at work who got fired or quit. or what. I don't know who the fuck these people are. And I'm sure other motherfuckers get more emotional about it, find it funny, or are angry, or don't like the people. I don't know. If these motherfuckers pissed in my cereal today, I wouldn't know what they look like. I don't know these people. But whatever. Yeah, I mean, let's let's just lock this down. Emotional cheating is when you are involved romantically or have thoughts, romantic thoughts about a person that you are confiding in or talking to. That's... That, that is emotional cheating. It's not emotional cheating when you just discussing your situation with somebody that you consider a friend or somebody you cool with. Yeah. See, the reality is, me personally, by my facts, I'm not going to have a conversation about my personal shit with somebody I barely know. Yeah. Period. But you become cool, just like you become you, cool You may with talk shit. You talk shit. Motherfuckers talk shit, okay? We didn't we didn't came from doing a podcast together for, you know, kind of knowing each other to having deep emotional conversations yeah. over the past two, two and a half years. Right. The quote unquote randomness of our friendship to our significant we knew each other in high school. Right. Before this podcast, Lee ain't know who the fuck James was. Right. She ain't know who the fuck Mo was. Right. Mm-hmm. But to then say two years from now, if I had a conversation tonight mm-hmm. with James about shit that was going on in his life, then all of a sudden, he a random motherfucker. Hmm? James ain't random no more. Right. <laughs> Mo not random. Like, y'all niggas not random no more. Right. It just don't make, I don't know. I, to, to me, it's about, uh, whatever. People going to say I'm wrong. I don't even give a fuck. No, I, I don't think you're wrong. At least I don't think you're wrong. I, j- I just... I don't know. Sorry, it's 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 hard to say. I I, I don't think you're wrong. Um, I just feel like go. go ahead. Let me ask you. Mm. So, do you feel like emotional cheating is you and your girl? You having situations or something? Let's just, let mm. no, you're not having situations. I'm just saying, if you was mm. having situations mm-hmm. and you somebody at your job and you start talking to him about your situation, you think that's emotional cheating? Just talking about your situation. No, that's not. That's not. Okay, I, but I I think I think we're taking some t- in a way we're taking like the most basic of situations I, like that's easily kind of it's, it it, it's it put the up tentacles the whole thing it. is the the definition is exactly what you said yeah it's when you allow yourself to open up to to stuff like that or whatever I just, so, yeah. can I keep it one hundred can I keep it one hundred I just feel like go ahead but but no. I I just feel like it's I feel like your 
explanation of it or thoughts of it was like take like was a very big blanket statement to say, okay, well, if you do this, it's not emotional cheating, and you can do this, and it's not, which on the surface was absolutely fucking correct. But you can't take that and apply that to every every circumstance because in a lot of those circ- a lot of those circumstances, the people were doing what Playboy said they were doing, emotionally cheating. But what you were saying was absolutely right. Like you say, your wife is at work with a bunch of men all day long. The stuff that she talks about with them that you have no fucking clue about. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck would she start talking to you about it if you have no clue about it? You know, makes that's absolutely nowhere near being emotional cheating, nowhere near it. But but if Brian at the job, she thinks Brian at the job is nice and cute and all this stuff or whatever, and she thinks about Brian at the job and he's nice and cute. Now all of a sudden, when y'all have an issue, she starts going to talk to Brian. To me, that's emotional cheating. I yes, understand. I agree with that. Okay, is it emotional cheating? You you right? It's emotional I, I, cheating. I agree with that. But if she don't fuck Brian at the job, okay, this I get it though. This is what I'm this this is what I'm saying. I think we, we do this now. This 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 is a fairly new concept. This mm. emotional cheating bullshit that everybody <laughs> in the feed seems to have <laughs> stock in. It's bullshit, to be honest with you, because it's a very simple concept. The word cheating means I'm sharing something with you that I shouldn't share with anyone else. Good point. Yeah, yeah. I can share my emotions with other motherfuckers yes. than the person I'm in a relationship with. I can't share my dick with nobody else. That's the difference. I so get, miss me with the bull shit. I'm emotional about the Browns. I love my wife. There's never been a Sunday she's ever been as emotionally attached to the motherfucking Browns as I have. Mm-hmm. So to say that if I emotionally pour myself into James over the Browns game, I'm emotionally, it does, I, somebody needs to break down the concept of me because it's, this, it's a lot of gray area. Yes, it's a whole lot of gray area because it's not as cut as cut and dry as I stuck my dick in another woman, so I cheated. I kissed another woman, so I cheated. I felt another pussy, so I cheated. I grabbed some other titties, so I, it's very cut and dry. Mm. But if I give a fuck about the Indians pitching rotation and you don't, I'm going to emotionally invest that emotion of caring about the Indians pitching rotation in some other person. And if she happens to have a vagina and she likes baseball, then that's my new baseball buddy. It's not the same as fucking. Yeah. So you can miss me with it. It's legitimately like I feel it, but it's bullshit. Again, you make a great argument, that's bullshit, Dev. Bro. You, you make a great argument. I just felt like another blanket statement. Dev, the next time you cheat because the bitch thought the same Bieber should have won the Cy Young and the other nigga won, then that's a different argument to me. It's a, it's a, it's, I, that's just how I'm seeing it. That's a perfect argument, like you said. It, but it's just that game cheating because niggas this emotional. But then again, maybe somebody has cheated because somebody's that emotional on the Browns too, and you can and you can you can divest that much into them equally and say. But I don't know. We both just see it differently. Real quick, I'm <laughs> I'm <laughs> um, gonna say it again. Emotional. The wording of this whole thing. That's why yeah. when you first said it, yeah. I was kind of like, okay, you brought up emotional. Cheating, confiding. We, we gotta put. We gotta put. It's 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 because confiding can't be because you niggas be confiding in their family members. Yeah, that, that's what I was not, throwing off. What I'm saying is, if you detach every, what I'm saying is, if you take cheating off and you just say he he has sex with another woman, it's a mm-hmm. very simple concept. Mm-hmm. She has sex with another man, simple concept. If you took everything off and you said confiding, 
Yeah, it's not what the fuck is wrong. You, niggas confide in their family members every day. They confide with sisters, brothers, mothers. Confiding alone is not cheating. Emotion not alone cheating. is not cheating. It's the other shit that goes along with it. It's the whole bowl of shit that goes to me. Whatever, man. Well, I will say this. I do believe mm-hmm. that when you emotionally involved with somebody, mm-hmm. it can be. It, it, oh, I yeah. think it is a form of cheating. Oh, would you? I mean, I'm gonna ask y'all a question real quick. We go wrap it up, but yes. I'm gonna ask y'all real quick. Would you rather hear your motherfucking wife, woman, whatever the case may be, say "I love a nigga" or "I fucked a nigga"? Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a question, nigga. Right. When your girl tell you she love another nigga, that's moving. emotional, nigga. Yeah, that's emotional. That shit cut deeper than I don't give a fuck, nigga. You, you, okay, you fucked. But nigga, if my woman come to me and say but she's loving nigga, I feel I feel you. But nigga, you know what bitches do when they in love with a nigga? <laughs> I feel you, and I agree with you. But I'm is is de- to the detriment of what they probably think in the field. No disrespect. And I'm listen, just, I'm, I'm no, turned I feel up, you. But I'm talking. But I'm just saying. Do y'all know? I feel what you. motherfuckers they nigga they 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 sign over. They sign. Uh, on, on cars, cosign, mm-hmm. nigga. They they no, they, they do crazy shit. They buy your mama shit. They do, <laughs> nigga. No, they do real shit. No, no, no. I feel what you said. No, you're right. But according to the women in the feed, emotionally cheating, you know what I mean, and fucking is the same thing. Uh, and emotionally is is, is 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 this shit is worse. So uh, according to them, you could, should be able to fuck somebody. I mean, this is insane. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> this is in. Same, but I, I will personally say for me, let's. You know, I'd rather, say, gonna, you, I'd rather say you got the dick versus saying you love the nigga. Let's because let's when go you love the nigga, you leaving me. Let's go. Let's not live. I know when you feel uncomfortable, you want to, you know, in a convo, you want to get out of it. Fuck it. Let's go knee deep into the convo. Let's dig it. Niggas want to get into the psyche. Let's get into the psyche. Hello, feed. Hi, my name is Devin Nathaniel Reed. I was born April first, nineteen eighty two. I love the it. issue that niggas run into. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why, I'm, and I feel the reason why most situation might be, um, um, I want to say acceptable. It seems like they, they give you granny something. It's acceptable. It's cool. I just use it as the same. No, no, no. Well, the reason why it's cool going into a relationship is because I think the woman you interact with, your girlfriend, knows the boundaries. They know, like, they know the room that you have made for. You still made room for a girlfriend. You've made room for a mate in spite of having that woman, right? Sure. This is the fucked up part. Go ahead now. The flip side to it for men and women is if you're in a relationship and there begins to be voids and bubbles and holes in the boat that are emotionally or whatever packed by other people, man, woman, sister, brother, friend, whoever, there's a sense of insecurity that I failed or that I'm not as attentive as, as I need to be to my mate. I've created some sort of, or we've created, or he's created, or she, whoever has created some sort of room for infiltration. And it's hard for niggas to swallow that. Because clearly, this person gives a fuck about something that I don't give a fuck about. And I can't overpower them with whatever the fuck I got going on mentally to make them not give a fuck about it no more. So now, humans are left with this crazy... Emotion that I need to either, and it's hard to rectify, I need to either give a fuck as much as they do 
or I'm going to have to subconsciously, subconsciously make room for somebody else because there's parts of my mate that need to be fulfilled that I can't fulfill. And niggas don't like to admit that shit, especially men. But emotionally, women don't like to admit that shit. But I'm going to give a fuck about who the start nine for the Indians is next year. Married, single, or otherwise. And if I'm married and in a relationship and my mate don't give a fuck about that, then I'm going to emotionally invest in the Indian start nine with Mo, who enjoys the Indians. And that part of my life is not going to be shared with you anymore. And that probably hurts people. Well, niggas don't like to say that. They don't like to admit that part of it. What happens when you're in a relationship and the reason why that new person or that new girl at work or that new dude you do the podcast with now, the reason why that becomes so much of a threat is because this part, these new people are now filling voids that I don't have the ability to fill. And it threatens me because I don't have control over it because clearly they love that. They are like invested in that. And I'm not. So how the fuck do I fulfill this person when I can't fulfill them? And that's the conversations niggas don't want to have honestly with themselves. Like I'm in, listen, people got to be honest, look in the mirror and say, I'm incapable of fulfilling all the shit that my mate needs filled. And there's going to be some places that they need to get shit from that that's not from me. Man, woman, child, it don't matter where the fuck they get it from. If if you can't fulfill it, they gonna get it fulfilled, bro. You luckily we ain't gonna get to whatever, but luckily you know, shout out to your girl, she dope as ever. We talked conversations in the past. It's certain people who don't give a fuck about the podcast and when it's on and when it's being recorded. Mm-hmm. Certain people get threatened by new shit, and it's all it's at times easier when your podcast your your friend or podcast is already established so now you get somebody to come along and they already know oh the podcast exists mill exists i know how to maneuver in that world it's a little harder when you've been with somebody for eight years than the podcast come along mm-hmm. and i understand it's scary i understand you have no control over it i understand you fearful but you can't fulfill that part is you gonna do a podcast with me then what the fuck is we talking about because I'm not going to not do podcasts. Mm-hmm. I give a fuck who the starting quarterback of the Browns is. Do you care? Do you really give a fuck how many yards Baker Mayfield threw for over the past three games with windy conditions at the stadium? If you don't, and if Natasha at work, I if overhear them talking about the Browns, mm-hmm. and she give a fuck about it, and I start calling or text Natasha because Baker Mayfield threw another pick or fumbled on the first drive of the game or whatever, if you got a problem with that, Okay, but it's nothing I can do about that because I'm going to still look you in the eye and be like, all right, so are you you about to invest in the Browns the same way I do? I don't understand what the issue is. Do you want me to not give a fuck? How do you want me to handle Somebody, when I see that, somebody got to tell me how they want me to handle it. How do you want the man or the woman to handle it? I don't understand. I don't, it don't make, uh, that's why I be saying it don't make sense. Not that it don't make sense, it just don't make sense. Like, yeah, it's some new shit. It's a new person. It's a new human. It's a new podcast. It's a new thing. It's a new interest. And it don't got nothing to do with you. Well, I, I do think I do think that people need to understand that they are not going to be everything to their mate. 
like you were saying. Like you, it, I, I think it would be very, very boring if if we had every single thing in common, every piece of the same entrance or something like that, because you have to at some point be able to go away from each other a little bit because you can't live and breathe each other 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So right. we're, we're never going to be that person that, that completely fills the other person up. It's just important to be that compliment in ways that in ways that you, you know, it's like we say all the time, you know, if I'm weak in the area, it'd be nice if somebody is strong in that area, something like that. I've, I feel it's important to be a compliment. But, yeah, I, I think people are doing a very big disservice to themselves if they think that they're ever going to be that perfect compliment to their to their mate. And, you know, everything I'm interested in, you're going to be interested. Yeah, I think I think anybody that thinks that is completely putting themselves in a bad spot. But. <clears throat> I'm gonna speak up for the men real quick. <laughs> Just from talking. Hey, everybody's intent ain't to to fuck around somebody or 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 do this and do that. Yeah, man. That's not everybody's intent. That too. Yes, motherfuckers have intent to just be on some cool shit. Like it's okay to be on some cool shit. Just a conversation. Just hey, look, we interested in the same shit. I may want to talk to you because. We could exchange conversation about some shit we both cool with. Can we be honest? Can we be honest? I'm just saying. Ladies, if y'all was having it, they not going to be. Hearing like, it do something to your brain when like, let's say you at work or something. And I know you work around mostly dudes, whatever. I don't know. But you, you work around female brainstorm. But like, if you just heard somebody like, oh my, oh my God, I cannot believe that. The Nets trying to trade for James Harden, like it's only one basketball. And you'd be like, Sherry, what the fuck? What the fuck you know about? Mm. <laughs> Candace, what the fuck you know about? Mm. And it's different having a conversation like about sports. You know what I'm saying? And it's a woman who know about sports. Oh, that's my nigga. My nigga know about Baker. It, it, I'm sure women might not want to admit it because you know, whatever. But like Niggas who give a fuck about shit that the normal nigga don't give a fuck about. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because what I'm saying is that shit, I'm not, I'm saying it on a simplistic level, but then it morphs into when the trade actually happens to the Nets. Mm -hmm. And then the first game when the Nets come and when training camp. And did you hear what James Harden said during the first interview at training camp? And did you watch the first preseason game where Kyrie wouldn't pass Kevin? It turns, and no, it's simple, and I'm just talking about the Nets in basketball, but it has the ability to sprout into a full-blown conversation over and over again about this topic that, unfortunately, your mate does not give a fuck about. Mm. Right. So now what do you do? You know what I'm saying? Whatever, man. But whatever. Guys don't emotionally cheat. Women don't emotionally cheat. So don't talk to nobody outside their relationship about your problems except for your person in your relationship. And that's the final word on it. That's the final word. <laughs> no, it was dope. Yo, real quick, let's get get them the info about the basket again, real quick mm -hmm. before we get out of here, uh, Playboy. Oh uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's a uh, a very very very. <laughs> yeah, we got to give them because he knows people watching that. Yeah, one watching towards the um, end. We talked about it. Once again, I'm gonna say, uh, courtesy of Insatiable Creation Creations. Um, it it it, it it's a uh, a basket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he got on his head. He throwing me off there. No, it's a basket that has uh, different things as far as women. I will say that it has a uh, what's the thing it's called when you put it on when you go to sleep? Uh, I guess just a sleeping mask thing. Or yeah, whatever. sleeping mask. It has uh, candles. It has pedicure, manicure things. It has a bottle of wine, four pack bottle of wine. Um, three black queens. One of them personally. 
I know personally mm-hmm. <laughs> involved with. But um, did I say that? Hmm? Insatiable creations. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you fucking off. This is what hey, happens. He emotionally involved. <laughs> emotionally involved. <laughs> this is what happens when you pie for over two hours. Oh, right. so even two hours? Yes. Yes, we over two it's hours now. God, it's 9 15. It's a curfew tonight. Niggas got to get yeah, up out of here. Man. Damn, we still got editing to do. <laughs> they going to arrest me. Come get me. Throw me in. Put me in jail. Right. <laughs> I still got to cook. Right. I should have cooked earlier. All right, go, but go ahead. Finish with that. Yeah, so, no, that's insatiable it. Insatiable Creations. Yes, you can find them on Facebook and, uh, and uh, IG under an so, Insatiable Creations. And we'll put our yeah, thing and, and, we're want, and we want to give this away. We want to give this away to people who want to, uh, you said, donate mm-hmm. uh, up to $5. You know, mm-hmm. the Snapchat is going to be the dollar sign and it's DMST Pod, right? Yep, I just put it yeah. in the feed. Okay. Yep. DMST Pod is the, is the cash app. Donate any, anywhere between one and five bucks. We'll, we're going to pull Don't the names five. next week. But we, whatever. Whatever you can, you know, whatever. We'll pull it. We'll pull the names or whatever people who donated next week. Yeah. On the show, we'll draw it out of a hat. You know what I'm saying? And whoever wins gets it. Hopefully, God, please, let it be somebody in the city. If not, somebody <laughs> will be going <laughs> to UPS to mail it to you. Yeah. But for real, we'll get no matter where you at, we'll mail it to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's a dope basket, though. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Insatiable Creation. God, it, we, let it be somebody in the city. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was brought to us by Playboy, so he had yeah, a he got to go to yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, we'll get. But um, but yeah, man. Um, it's it's it, it, it's coupled with um, you know, our our nonprofit, Young Gifted and Black. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, you know, one of the the first things we're doing, we uh, we talked about a little bit at the beginning. You know, it'd be some stuff up. Um. I'll make sure I get some stuff up on online about it. You know, some mm-hmm. videos and pictures from Wednesday. Okay. But Wednesday morning, um, shout out to the homie Silky that was in the pod earlier. You know, you know, we, I know you. We care about these kids. It's emotional, but it's not emotional. Man, here we go, anyway, man. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, um, she, her, and another guy they run this pod, uh, learning pod that um, they kind of created and formed um, with, with virtual schools or whatever, you know, with all the virtual schooling going on. Mm-hmm. Um, kids created a song. They're going to come um, take a field trip up here to DMSC Studios, record the song or mm-hmm. whatever. The videographer here is going to be pretty cool, man. We're going to record the song and put it out for them so they can um, express themselves creatively. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of stuff that we want to do um, with our young, gifted, and black nonprofit situation so absolutely all proceeds all the donations and stuff will be going to that um you know to um young gifted and black um so we can try to you know we we had a did we ever talk about it on here on the pod like we we, we had some stuff that we was planning to do pre-covid that kind of yeah. got squashed it's a lot we had planned this year that, that so didn't go the way we wanted to go we got to start COVID. doing little things and getting back going yeah. and trying to get um these different fundraisers and different stuff going for some of the plans we have to mm-hmm. really impact the lives of some of these kids out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, our future, you know what I mean? Investing them emotionally, don't cheat with them, but invest emotionally <laughs> in them. Nigga, and show love. <laughs> Let's make it clear. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. we absolutely positively talk shit. We do what we do on the show. Got <laughs> it's, hey. it's top it's front hey. heavy. It's front heavy. I think Dev just one of the bat, the bottles of the other thing out of it. It's front heavy. My bad. My no, bad, but but real talk. Let's make it clear. We absolutely talk shit, discuss, debate topics on the show, mm-hmm. and that's one hundred. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. But don't get it twisted. Our main goal, like you said, with YGB Young Gifted and Black DMSC podcast, is absolutely 
something that we're trying to build for the people, mm-hmm. for the kids. We got a lot of stuff that we had actually planned, like you said, mm-hmm. for this year, as far as kids and, you know, from all ages, you know, whatever the case may be. But we absolutely positively are doing things that are curtailed straight to our communities, family, friends, younger ones to uplift and build. And that's just what DMST is about. And we'll always be about that. All right. So, all right. We're going to go ahead and get ready to get on out of here, man. Carlisha says she got 50 cents on it. You know, every penny counts. Right. <laughs> and then also on Wednesday, we said, uh, we might as well tell y'all now again, happy Thanksgiving, because we'll yes. be with y'all after oh, after yeah. the fact. I had a real quick question. My bad. I mean, yeah, we, we, we chilling. We talk. Um, what's your f- Thanksgiving? Like, you know, I know, I, you know, what, what, what's, what's kind of like the go-tos? Like, what you know what I'm saying? Like, what is, I know we talked a little bit last week with some disrespectfulness going on, but. You know, mac, food not touching all different kind of stuff. Oh, I, I said it on on, mac, on Thanksgiving. That's that's out the window. But yeah, you mean like what's to go to food, something like that that mm-hmm. you gotta. Have? Oh, for me, it's always gotta have a good macaroni. I don't. I can do without turkey. So if it's ham there, I'm good. Or some type, whatever kind of other meat it is, mm-hmm. I'm pretty much good. Uh, I I put it. Yeah, I can. Um, it's got to be the turkey. It's got to have some good ass greens. Oh. Um, and those are the two things I look for the most. Uh, mm-hmm. The the a, a good macaroni and some good ass greens. I'm always I I can put anything else around it, uh, and then I gotta at some point uh, I gotta have hopefully some type of peach cobbler, some type of sweet potato pie. Mm-hmm. Um, those two things I gotta have. That's it. I mean I but I'm I'm living for the macaroni and the greens. I I, I just everything else. I'm I'm always gonna get macaroni and greens on every trip I go, every plate I get. Mm-hmm. Um, shit for me. Macaroni and dressing. I got it. Uh, if your yeah, macaroni and dressing, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it too. Those are two things I'm automatically gonna want on my plate. Mm-hmm. Macaroni and dressing. I don't give a fuck about. It. I could literally have a plate just with macaroni <laughs> and dressing. Like real talk. I mean, I love turkey. I mean, well, mm-hmm. turkey. I, uh, I, I prefer chicken, like mm-hmm. you, like you doing this year, mm-hmm. or ham. I ain't really a turkey person, mm-hmm. but um, macaroni and dressing, man. I love fucking dre- dressing, nigga. Yeah, I, I agree with that too, though. Nigga. Yeah, I'm doing it. Yep. So, and y'all, do y'all cook Thanksgiving or y'all go and, and peruse the streets? Like, usually when it's family, like when it's a year not like this one, mm-hmm. I usually wind up at somebody's house and, you know, we all bring yeah. something, mm-hmm. you know. So, I'll, if I have to Pop cook something. Shit, no, if I have plates. to cook sometimes, I mean, <laughs> look, I mean, I've brought that, but I mean, sometimes, sometimes I'll cook and actually, you know, take some stuff or it mm-hmm. depends on what's needed. Okay. Playboy. Um, <laughs> nigga, if you, if you like, Raymond noodles. Oh, a big bottle. <laughs> Nigga, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Somebody boil that water. I'm on the way. <laughs> so you can break open a whole 12 pack. Of <laughs> Nigga, I'm, I'm, I brought uh, shrimp today. <laughs> we having a class. Nigga, bring the add-ons, nigga. I brought Oriental. No, hey, they I mean, racist, though. You know, what, the fuck, what the fuck is Oriental? They do then? have Oriental. I seen that. I was like, what the hey, fuck? That's racist, yo. What does it taste like? The Orient. Chinese food. <laughs> the Orient. It tastes like chicken teriyaki. Yeah. No, I, I I mean, I don't really... This is the funny part. Can I Can I secretly... Say, not secretly. Can I say something that I've been... <laughs> can I say something that I've been holding in for a long time? Mm-hmm. I actually want to be a chef. I want to learn how to cook. <laughs> I want to take cooking classes. Think he's going to bring noodles to Thanksgiving. I do. Okay, I, what I do wanna, you want to cook? Sir? I want to learn how to cook. Like, not, not learn how to cook. I know how to cook certain things. But I actually like want to cook for people. That's one of my passions. Like I want to learn how to be like a cook. Like get on YouTube, start learning how to cook stuff from YouTube. I want to be able to throw my <laughs> hand up like this and 
Hey, Dion, I ain't telling on nobody on the shooting side. That's a whole different situation. I don't know what happened. I'm not singing to nobody, cuz. My bad. Um, I ain't singing to nobody. I, yeah, I, that's that's admirable. That you, I mean, I, but so you, so you want to be able to do like a gourmet meal? Yeah, I, I want to like prepare meals for I'm people. Keep it one hundred with you, man. Literal cooking must be, it must be a fear like people fear dogs or something. Uh huh. It's a very just get a recipe and then follow it to a T. It's really it. But some people just don't have the skills to do it though, because I, I I think of it the same way. Like, yo, how could you mess something up in a sense? But then I'm fucking up my lasagna. Uh, when I try it, but it's just even I ain't following the recipe truthfully. But that's what I'm saying. Just follow the recipe to the T. Just follow it. Some but, uh, people try some, to improvise. Some, that's some stuff is simple. Like, like, like when somebody's baking, sometimes it's like, all right, if it's if you're making a cake and they tell you to do this, do it in this order, and you mix it this way, and you put it in the oven, it should come out right mm. mostly. But yeah, but yeah, but so, some people just don't. I mean, it just don't work for them. I think. But my mother taught me like I'm. I was taught to be a freelance cooker so mm-hmm. even when i do like eggs i do my kind of sunny side up loosely sunny side up like i don't scramble my eggs mm-hmm. like i'll pour them in with the yolk still but i can kind of tell like the height of i put my eggs into a cup and then i can tell with the height how much pepper needs to be covering the top layer and then how i gotta put the pepper down first and then i gotta put the salt over it because without it you can't see the salt because it's translucent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I put the pepper down and I put the salt. I don't know. A lot of sounds like you're doing too much with eggs to me, bro. Yeah. I just I just toss but them in there. It smacks mm-hmm. the But like, my cooking is like freelance. Like, I'm a freelance cooker. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I guess we will go ahead and get out of here, man. Um, Playboy, give them all your shits. Hey, man. At the end of the day, it's Playboy the DJ. Playboy D A D J. You can find me on Instagram, Playboy underscore James Three. You can find me on uh, Facebook under my government. If you know me, you know me. Yes, I'm coming, Leah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, a- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she said, James, you coming? Yes, thank Listen, you. Listen, so I'm letting you know I'm not going to be very uh, talkative between now and then, but you can. You are definitely welcome to come by the crib, bro. I know I don't. I don't be getting back to niggas. I, but then I'll be having 45 pieces of chicken cooked and right. don't nobody come over. Right. Uh, yeah, you can find me uh, on Facebook under my government. If you know me, then you know me. And you can find me on all uh, DMST Boy platforms, man. Dope show. Thank you to everybody that wished me a happy birthday this week. I appreciate y'all. Sorry that we couldn't turn up this weekend, but we're going to get together some time in the future. And um, hey, man, at the end of the day, I'm out, man. That's it. All right, Dev, give them all your shits. Oh, it's big Dev. I think I... I think I might got back on the piss people off train this week, but um, it is big Dev. And still, through all that, I'm still trying to spread love in a world full of hate. You know what I mean? It's cool if y'all love me back. My mama do. Um, My father used to always say, do what needs to be done when it needs to be done, whether you like it or not, is the real Big Dev 216 everywhere. 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 All right, y'all, email us, dmst16 at yahoo.com. Questions, comments, concerns, feedback, anything you want us to address on the show. Uh, remember the cash app, dollar sign, uh, DMST pot. Yes. Uh, Even if you're not going to be part of the thing, just look out for us one time. You know what I mean? You know We're trying saying? to, baby need a new pair of shoes. You know what I'm saying? Just fuck with us. You know what uh, I mean? But yeah, this, for a good this is for this, this, is for this basket that's here. We're going to give it away. Yeah. Uh, other than that, we will be seeing y'all on um, Sunday on live again. So hopefully everybody has a, a safe Thanksgiving, man. Uh, eat well. Um Chill out with your family, you know, things like that. And uh, we'll be catching y'all next Sunday, man. It may be cloudy today, but the sun will come out tomorrow. So as long as you are here under the sun, live your life to the best of your motherfucking ability. I am DJ Brainstorm for you on all social media. That is DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter. You.
Better put them. Don't get emotionally involved. Yo. <laughs> don't. <laughs> hey, show your emotions. Don't get involved emotionally. Something. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out here. Peace. Peace.